I never wanted this. I never wanted to unleash my legions. So that was a lie. Anyway, tonight on Edge of Empire, Michael divulges a co-host's private medical information. Graham wonders how much a lawyer will cost to sue. Chris has many, many worries about his brother. And Rob plays with a hefty old slapper. Good evening, good morning, afternoon, whatever it is when you listen to this. Uh, welcome to episode one of year seven of Edge of Empire. What on earth noise was that? <laughs> Shit, was my mic? I'm I sorry. My, I thought I'd press the button to mute my mic and then let out a mighty. That was a mighty. That, been holding that, that was that was a mighty one. Let's try that one again. <laughs> sorry about that. I thought the button had been pressed. <laughs> Let's try that. Right, we'll just keep keep the keep recording going, Michael. We'll, and we'll try that one again. Let me just pick up the exhaust pipe of the Marauder, uh, the, the Thunderbolt fire. There we are. So, uh, good evening, afternoon, good morning. Welcome to episode one of Year Seven of Edge of Empire 2023, folks. The year of the rabbit. Sorry, we're a bit delayed. Um, Tonight we have, well, we're doing all sorts. You're, if you're on Patreon, you'll have already heard the five-minute preamble. If you haven't, get on Patreon and have a listen to it. But we're going to have a look at some new releases that have all already come out about a month ago. Um, we're going to talk about what we've been up to, uh, most of which will have been about a month ago. Um, we will look at the State of the Union as we enter 2023, or rather we will look at what the Union was, what state the Union was in. A month ago, when we started 2023, mm-hmm. we'll ponder on what we want to see in 2023, Ooh, and um, yeah, a few other few other bits and bobs as well. But you know, the usual things you can uh, you can expect. But let's uh, move on with no further ado to who I am joined with this evening. I am joined by the fuzziest man, Peach, in the Heresy. The man who couldn't roll a two if you held a gun to his head, the yep. inestimable Michael Bottrell Esquire. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, that's me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, that, that's me. Unless I'm trying to roll for morale, in which case tens all round. Well, yeah, that's true. You could, you could roll a seven on a D3 if it was a morale check. Yep. Um, and uh, also the oldest man in his, in heresy even older than he was just yesterday. I know. And that is Mr. Graham Mills. Actually, I am not the oldest man in heresy. Are you not? Some, somebody messaged me and said, actually, mate, I'm three weeks older than you. <laughs> so there are you they go. Still al- are they still <laughs> did alive? They, did, they, did they write it on a quill? It was in Egyptian hieroglyphs. So I assume they, they, they were kind of genuine... Uh, yeah, no, they they are actually three weeks older than me, and we think there's even another person who's even older than them, but we haven't confirmed that yet. So although I may be the oldest person doing a podcast in Harrison, to be fair, 
but I'm definitely not. Yeah, but everybody in Heresy does a podcast. It's part of the rules. That is true. This person definitely does. Yeah, that's true. You're not doing Heresy properly unless you've done a podcast. Unless you're part of a podcast or at least a regular guest event. Oh, you're right about events. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, I guess I'll take I, that, but yes. Yeah, and also happen. we are joined by the not oldest man in heresy but the man with the highest carrot content in heresy and again we're not talking vegetables it is mr christopher mills esquire hello there lovely beautifully done see what i did there i don't i didn't want i I didn't want anybody to think that you were uh, possibly diamonds oh i see highest carrot content very good I thought he doesn't like carrots. Pretty sure he doesn't like carrots. Orange vegetable, but yes, that's what I was thinking. Carrots. Not talking about not talking about scene in the dark, boys. We're talking Mm. about Antwerp beginning a snatch. Benicio del Toro. C A R A T as opposed to C A R A T. Okay. Anyway, exactly. Frankie chuffing forefingers for want of a different adjective. Yes. Very cool. Cool. So that's it. Oh, what about you? Oh, and, oh, and me, I, I'm 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 the annoying one. I'm Rob. Rob, the most annoying man in heresy. I think it's probably a very contested oh, oh, title. Steady on. I was going to say, yeah, you'd have to probably throw down to yeah. prove that one. Steady on. Given, given, I mean, given the uh, given the, <laughs> the five minute preamble, I think we've got a good second, a good run right. I mean, I'm, I'm 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 eminently detestable, and I'm aspy as all hell, and have got the certificate to prove it. But I'm not necessarily the most annoying person no, exactly. in heresy. Jesus wept. No, there's, there's plenty plenty of people to feel that. Anyway, that's like saying, that's like saying Will Henry doesn't win games. <laughs> Do you know what's happened to Will Henry? I've, I've hardly seen him. I haven't heard anything from him. I, know, I, I think, suppose I we haven't done many events. So I, I think I think Tom Sargent's got him locked in a cupboard. Okay, fair enough. Possibly extracting his, his tactical juices. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey. Anyway. <laughs> So let's, let's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said. That's so, operational level juices. Operational, juices. no, these are definitely tactical. Tactical, tactical level. Maybe even tactical strategic level. juices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, well, go we're on being then. To, oh, oh, we're being told yeah. what to do. We've by been side the, the, no, the, I, fun, I, po- the fun police have started. Yeah, fun. Sorry, Michael, you've got something to do tomorrow? No, I've got no. I know I've used that one before, but I will on, continue to use it until you find the employment. Just, just wrapping, rabbit proofing. Oh, yes, you're you're wrapping, rabbit proofing. Ra- rabbit proofing because uh, Megan's getting a rabbits. Yeah, the rabbit and also. Oh, uh, yeah. Master. What's the uh, Two batteries or four? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move very swiftly on. Anyway, new releases. New releases, yeah. There we go. Put some, put a segue music in. Right there we go. Zero point six point seven nine eight point M two nine. A Thursday, just after tea time. It's raining in the depths of the Imperial Palace. Malkador, the time has come to set forth into the galaxy with all the armies of man behind me. To reclaim the galaxy and bring to it illumination from all night. Very well, my lord. I shall marshal the legions immediately. Uh, yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Um, if it's illumination you're after, can um, can I suggest the uh, Daylight Company? They do the best desk-mounted hobby lights for all hobbies, including galactic conquest. Sounds very promising, and it would save a whole heap of trouble, my master. Oh, uh, all right then, um, cancel the crusade and get me one of these loomy lamps. Immediately. 
Daylight Company, bringing illumination to a galaxy near you. Okay, new releases. Uh, we'll start off. There's a bunch of stuff that's come out and it's no longer available. Torsos and heads for Ultramarines, Thousand Suns, Salamanders, Word Bearers. It was all £14.50. It's all been and gone, blah, blah, blah. We had two short stories. The Fields of Abundance, uh, which is a Mortarian uh, 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 story. Uh, Did by anybody get to the end David of it without Amadeo. falling asleep? It was actually all right. Yeah, but, yeah, but you bad. say that about anything. Like I say, you jab you with a dirty needle with a warning logo on it, and you'll it, say it it's all right. The, it, it wasn't the best, but it was, it was it all right. It was actually, by David Attenendale. He's not too bad in short stories, but this was... Oh, was short doses, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the other one, The Shield Tan Affair... And here's our um, surprise guest, David Annadale. <laughs> David Annadale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, keep reaching, we keep reaching out to him and he never, never answers. <laughs> never answers, no. The no. audio drama he did, Iron Corpses, is one of my favourite audio dramas in the whole heresy, but as soon as, he, as soon as his stuff is actually on paper and not audio format, mm-hmm. I can't he's, stand it. Are you, are you I find... he can't write, but... No, I'm he saying physi- physically he can. I'm just not so sure he's gotten past crayons yet. All, all I, uh, he, his uh, Marvel stuff is a lot better than his. Uh, yeah, to make it much worse. Um, Ruin he's, he's, he's a bloody old. He's on uh, it today, isn't he? He's on it, isn't he? He's on it. Okay. It's because I'm, I'm on the red wine. Yes. <laughs> on the red right. wine. The Shield Tan Affair by uh, Jude uh, Reed. I think this is their the first uh, heresy story. It's a short story, basically proto Inquisition, uh, the former Sister of Silence, who's now one of Malkador's chosen. Nice. Uh, it's actually quite good. It's really good, actually. Definitely, yeah, yeah, no, definitely suggested. And those two short stories were part of the uh, Advent uh, thing that they did for for Black Library, one ninety nine each. Highly recommend okay. the set, the Shield Town. Okay. Okay. Yeah, on yeah. to normal release stuff. We've got boarding actions terrain set, a hundred and thirty pounds, or uh, what's a hundred and four pounds? Element games. I think it might have gone up slightly. It's a bit hundred and ten pound fifty. So that's still that's pretty good. That's it's basically a um, zone come, What comes in the Necromunda set with a different box? No. No, I think it's no? completely different that. terrain. Oh no, it's the yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's the yeah. It is the Z, the ZM stuff. It yeah. is ZM stuff, but it's different design. It's like, yeah, it's quite good. I'm, I'm really tempted to get a box of it to add it to my Zone Mortalis. doesn't stuff. look like a, call me cynical, has been done before, doesn't look like a lot for 130 quid. Yeah, but, eh. yeah, but what, what, I suppose that's the problem with 130 quid. It's not what, it's a lot of money in, you think you would get more than it does these days, but it to, doesn't. To be blunt, this no. is a, this is a, essentially, if you're playing 40k, this is pretty much your, the current, game play board that they're using for their current season looks about the size of a decent looks about the size of, a, of an old black book opened up it looks tiny if you're doing boarding actions or you know dead end, yeah you for like teeny big... it's their they're two look. 70 by 60 centimeter boards they're they're, so they're what so what's that a meter and a half then yeah by 60 yeah so four by two Pretty much, which is yeah. fair enough. I mean, I suppose it's well known because Zomotalis was three by three or four by four, wasn't it? By yeah, the yeah. uh, it, it just looks too narrow. The original Zomotalis uh, things are a foot by a foot. Oh, yeah. right. Okay, got you. Yeah, that's true. It was a modular thing. Yeah, it just I, I, looking at that, I wouldn't want to put much more than 500 points on it. But that's okay, probably. No, for that's, that's, that's fine for Zomotalis. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah you know, not, that's just. You're not putting, yeah. 
you're not paying that's a trial. That's, that's, that's under 130 yeah. quid, though. Like, I mean, if I just compare that to 100 but, quid, you can get like the nine, the nine trees, the, the GW trees, right. which actually I've got a 3B3 in my paint shack, as Graham has now seen. And the nine, and nine trees on that fills it quite nicely, whereas that wouldn't fit a three, a fill a yeah. 3B3. The thing is, though, that's that, that's all you need. You, know, you, yeah. you don't have to really add anything to that yeah. to use and it, that, and uh, you can well, transport it, move it, pack it. No, up, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Take yeah. it to your mates for 130 quid to give you a, bad, give you a whole it's gaming actually, experience. To be able to carry it as well, that's that's yeah. worth a hundred yeah, yeah. of the 130. Right. I mean, there. it looks like the the walls are very detailed in comparison. Yeah, the, they look the ZM walls. I don't think they were. I mean, whether these are just the ones that have got detailing on them, I don't know. But they look like they've got some interesting bits and bobs going on there. Whereas I'm not sure, the, do, the, do the ZM do ones have cool. anything on them? Or are they just kind of like plain sort of plain the, Which ones? The new ones or the old ones? No, the, um, the ones, the Forgewell ones that you've got. They're mostly plain. Right, gotcha. Um, mm. There are some that have got some little terminals and stuff, but on the whole, they're just um, arch, they're sort of, you know, arch yeah. kind of thing. Because these look like they've all got some detailing yeah, on them. I think that's okay. I've got to be honest with you. I'm kind of with Michael on this one. It would be a yeah, good, yeah, no. you know, if you didn't have a lot of space at home and you wanted a, you know, your friend to come around and have a game or something, a little skirmish of that 500, 700 points or whatever, you yeah, probably have a good laugh. You, you know, you know me. I, I, I want the earth and to pay buttons for I it. Know unless, un, un, I know you do. Unless it's, you know, it's a Yorkshire, Yorkshire state of mind. Hey guys, sorry about I that. Think... My microphone oh. decided to oh. play silly by this. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't even. We had no whole conversation. I would. It's not going to take a lot to add to that. No, no, you can put some put some one of the furnace things and some pipes and yeah, hematrop reactor or whatever. That's the the one. Some some manatee terrain. Yeah, you put a flyer on it. You go. You've got a docking. Oh yeah, good idea. uh, Or there's loads of cool (laughs) things you can do with that to make really interesting sort of scenarios for yourself. I think. And I guess if you really wanted to, you could buy two of them and put them together, couldn't you, to make it super big? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. I, I'm totally ignore, ignore me. I'm just being annoying. So no, yeah, you, have a, you have a, a, a an avoidance of terrain. That's, uh, that's which is I, I think reasonable. I think so. I think, I think that that comes from my time as a listener before I was on the show, where it, <laughs> where it would be like right. I, I don't normally listen to things at double speed, but when Michael's waxing lyrical about yet another set of pipes, I'm just going to put this on double speed. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I mean to me. Fifty-five pounds just to add four doors to that. So considering how much that set is, all oh, right, okay, yeah. How much plastic you get to it? If a door is eleven pounds. quid, then that's pretty good for a hundred and thirty. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Very cool. And, okay. SPL. So, I, Forge World. So regardless, right. doors, please. Yeah. Indeed. But I think I think um all, all together we'd give that one a, a, a thumbs up. Yeah, I, I would. An aggregate thumbs up. <laughs> Okay. Uh, other things we have here, um, we've got there's a Black Legion dice set if you're into that kind of thing. Oh, um, you are. It's 22 quid for, you know, chaos dice. Chaos dice. I think you get 15 of them. Okay. Hey, ch- ch- Chuntering on like he didn't once drop 80 quid on dice. Um, they're yes. Black, they're Black uh, Legion dice. He hasn't got a Black Legion army, so why is it? Yeah, this week. I think they no. look right. I've, I've got to say, I bought some new dice because I went. Th- I had the, probably come onto it in the games played, but I went through one of those patches where you've got four two plus saves to make, 
and you know no matter what you do you are going to roll two ones every time you roll four dice yeah and it was just so i bought some new dice but i got some square dice not like casino dice but small square dice oh uh, like the chessex dice yeah i got them off amazon for buttons button tape i've got a big bag full of them because that was because I'm, i think it was for the same price as those um black legion dice i got about 300 dice um, and I've been using those. So, so you can afford to throw them in the fire when they... Exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. You know, so they know they're on borrowed time. Yeah. I mean, if you're into Black Legion, uh, well, uh, Sunder Horus, whatever, it's, it's, it's pretty much KLC, Sunder Horus dice, £18.70 at Element Games, £22 at, uh, at GW. Uh, Mortis came out on paperback, £7.99, because some people prefer the paperback. Fine. Uh, the Mercury Exultant Killzone map. Did you manage to get it, Chris? No, I... Uh... I missed it on the pre on the order, so I'll <sighs> pick it up on eBay because they don't tend to go massively expensive on eBay. So. No, some people bought them and then they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Weird if you would buy them, then get then to rip, then to flog them on eBay for a lot of money and then realise that they're not yeah. actually worth <laughs> it. It's a very the, bespoke market. The, the, the Venn diagram of yeah. heresy war gamers who are into cartography isn't necessarily particularly well populated. No. Hello. Uh, I mean, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be in it, but I haven't started collecting them deliberately. At this moment in time, <coughs> I'm currently working on a map for a uh, role-playing game, literally as we do this conversation. So Sweet. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the new Demon Prince, 47.50 or 30.38, uh, sorry, 40.38 at Element Games. This? Which one's this one? It's the Is new... It really sort... skinny, pointy one. Uh, yes. a bit more skinny than the other one, yeah. Yeah, it's a skinny one. Um, he's yeah. bigger. He's much bigger. He's taller, but he's... I don't like him. Well, I don't know. I like... I quite like the one with the axe. I think he looks the, pretty cool. The one with the sword and the different head that's yes. that's closer in, that is much better. The one with yeah, the... I don't like that one. The one with the white head. I like him. That, no, no, that's... That, no. I think uh, the, one, they, the, they, the other one looks a bit gormless. They've also got gods. They've also got god-specific heads as well. So there's a corn, Nurgle, Slanesh, oh. and Zinch one as well. So, so like the oh, Zinch one's the looks one like, a, looks like every other bloodthirster. Well, uh, yeah, the the Zinch one's got a bit of a birdie, you know, thing. Nurgle's got well, you, a big tank. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. The chaos oh, yeah, design. I'm, the chaos design system is getting a little bit poor. It's like we did something 35 years ago, and we're literally just going to do the same thing forever. Uh, I'm yeah, just I trying really to see. Like the, the first, not the sort of the one that he's sort of inspired, inspired on the metal one of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I really like that. One. I think that one's really the, sort of the old metal bellicor before he got his plastic upgrade. Yeah, yeah, him too. Yeah, yeah but the metal demon prince. Yeah, the old metal demon prince. No, I know, yeah, another one. You mean? Well, I had one of those yeah. for third oh, edition. He was absolutely yeah. kickass. That's where you could like, he had a really good chaos armor. You could. Like really customize it and make it exactly one, but yeah, I, is it just me? I don't like that gold. What no, the gold? Orange. The gold on the the demon prince, you know, with that. Oh, fair I, enough. I just, I just don't. I don't know. Is that a non-metallic metal look? But I just don't like it personally. No, it's it, it's retributor uh, armor glazed with tango. I think. Anyway, <laughs> Demon Prince. It could be, so for, I mean, for, it for, could be rose gold, rose gold, copper content. Yeah, it could be, it could be a sla- slanesh one. Eventually, we'll get, get demons. So yeah, yeah, definitely. There's that. Uh, Horus Ascended came oh. out. 
I was surprised. I thought this was going to be like 115 quid. So £92.50 from Forge World, and oof, he's a model. That's a lot of money. It is. I mean, you're like... What is he in? How, how much is he in comparison to other Primark money these days? Just out of oh, That's a very good question. Not God. much more. Not much more. Really? Yeah. He's about 20 quid more, isn't he? He's, he's not, not bigger than... Dawn is... Dawn is ninety-one pounds fifty. Okay, I'm so he's a, Dawn he's a, has a stupidly big base though. He's, he's not a quid, much He's a quid bigger. more than Dawn. Sanguinius is ninety-eight quid. He's basically Finish. twelve pounds more expensive than his normal version. And that's that's not the Sanguinius with the basic base as well, which yeah. is flimsy as anything. Not the really cool base Jesus. that they did that no one wanted to buy because it was too expensive. Right. I mean, it's weird because considering that Scoria comes with more base than all of them combined, and it get, comes as standard. Just that, what about the base? I mean, a lot of base on that. I was going to say you wouldn't. A lot of base. Me being Megan Jim, Trainer might say she was. Jimmy, Jimmy the was all about oh, I suppose, that base. Oh, yeah, he was. I suppose, <laughs> you can take him off that massive base and just put him on the floor, so he's a sensible gaming size. I confession, or maybe not confession, or even a surprise. I don't know Rob likes the I do not do senior bases. I'm Mr. I don't paint, like this uh, one. Paint the minimum. I, I, I don't like this one because I think it's a cop out, but it's been done to match the animation for version two. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't like the whole kind of, oh, let's cover everything in skulls. It's like, yeah, it was cool when I first saw Terminator when I was like 10. I'm in my 40s now. Let's move I like, on. I do like his armor, that kind of very black greeny highlight yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of incubi darkness going into that I, I suspect that. that if you went on his gaming base there's a lot less going on there is you're right and that's what yeah, I've been playing anyway but. Now, if you think that a normal marine weighs about a metric ton they work out reckon in their armour but I think the thing right. is if they, if they said it say hey it's 78 quid without all that nonsense underneath him I'd probably go okay but I'm never going to use that. They haven't been 78 quid since 2012, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that was the last time I bought Perturibo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing is, though, they're I not... Mean, you've got to bear in mind with their prices, with them as well, is no one's going to buy more than one of them. That's true. So yeah. it's, not like a, yeah. it's not like a model of a, a, a unit it's not of like Marines a, where someone's going to buy... It's not like a big volume seller. It's not, it's it's not a Sikaran. Yeah, yeah. you need you one of these, and I mean, only one twentieth in theory of the fandom for the players. Yeah, if, if that, need yeah. one of them. So. I mean, also it's even more unlikely because Horus ascended points-wise. If you're going to use Crazy him, money. it's a thousand points, which means you're going to use him in a four thousand point game anyway. They are going to sell boatloads of them because you every, com- yeah. every competition painter in the universe and every YouTuber oh, and yeah. God knows what that they don't send one to for free anyway. Oh, I got gonna... asked by the way. Thanks, God Games Workshop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never seen them send out a Primark model. Have you not? You obviously haven't been looking on oh, Instagram very well, mate, because I, can, yeah, tell I, you, saying, I yes. can tell you for a fact that Cult of Paint have had one, Angel Heraldez has had one, uh, Rich Gray has had one. Uh, oh, fair enough. I think well, this is the first time I've seen one, them do that. No, they did it with Sanguinius as well. I'm yeah. sure they did. Yeah, I, I, could, I, could, I, could, I could write you two dozen if you just let me skim through my Instagram that are on the list, which is perfectly understandable, because combined I... they've got like Dawn? 20 bazillion people. I have to be honest, I do much prefer him to the old model. Yeah, I do as well, which is annoying. Cult of Paint, Henry's just <laughs> chopped him just up. Bought him, didn't you, as well? Yeah. On Cult of Paint, Henry's just chopped him up and turned him into a, um astral claw for his bad ab force, and it looks flipping amazing. 
I um, I quite like both models, to be honest. I mean, I know, but if I've nice. got to choose between the two for putting on the battle. Oh yeah, yeah. If I had to one, choose, I'd be. One looks I'd be yeah. yeah. So Horus yeah, Luca Carl on his Todd rocks in at seventy nine. Rocks in a, re, a, a rather eye-watering 600 points, which is a lot even for a Primark. And he doesn't, I yeah, don't think he's all that. It's cheap, but it's cheaper than a Stormblade, and the Stormblade's been nerfed. Uh, One yeah, thing he hasn't been is nerfed. He's the Warmaster, sorry. So I know. He's gonna... I, I don't think he's all that in comparison, you know, to like Sanguinius or the, or the Lion, for example. Uh, you mean, can nothing obviously. Is, nothing is much. Well, he's in Ascended form. Like. I thought he was pretty good. I thought, okay, yeah, but that's, but that's. That's an extra 400 points on top of that, which means he's 1,000 points, which means you aren't going to use him in a normal game because you have to be 25%, which means... Just wait until his his dad comes out and he's like a £1,000 in his boxer shorts before you even buy him his armour. If we we ever see him. Because they they removed the reference of him, didn't they? Because in the old Custodes books, it was... Baldor Baldor must always be the the warlord unless the emperor is on. No, it was the Tribune. It was the Tribune that had. The yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, 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 because you could have Jenny. Uh, no, I still, I still think we'll, I still think we'll see the Emperor one day. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, anyway, something. It's gonna be cool, isn't it? Anyway, anyway just moving to, on. We to say. Sorry, yeah, it's, the, it's the guy driving the corpse cart. They'll just do a model of a really big chair. I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good, it's a good model. It looks amazing. Stunning. Yeah. Oh. It's absolutely stunning. It's a. I want to see somebody paint it like Adrian Smith's picture from the early 90s that you know horus versus the emperor i want to see somebody oh, yeah, con- convert it the, the the mike mcveigh one that he did in diorama because this is leaning so heavily on that as is rightly so you know it's the picture that started this whole thing off you know i'm going to be perfectly honest here if if forge world did an emperor uh, the emperor versus horus diorama model thing and it was like 300 quid i'd absolutely flip and buy that in a moment was, of course you would. You probably wouldn't even ask the person whose credit card it was that you were buying it on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I like the fact he didn't even try to defend himself. Didn't even, he's given up defending himself for that one. All right, yep. cool. Yep. What's next? Okay. Uh, we have the uh, we Thousand Sons heads and, oh, to- okay. and shoulder pads. These are all right. Let's, oh, Mr. B, these are not all right. These, I like the Thousand Sons ones. I like the Thousand Sons ones. No, there's too much in I'm... Was it the, the problem is they all kind of blend into one. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, they stuck too close oh. to like, oh, they're Mark Six. We can't have them looking at anything other than Mark Six. It's like, well, no, the oh, bear head is the best one so far. Yul Brynner is the best bit there. He is. But like, I think we have but, talked about this because we had the Yul. Maybe we had the. Because I'm sure we've talked about Yul. Yul Like I'm, I'm not too bothered. Yeah, about they the preview them and then we get on, them but... like a. Then we get them like a month later. I, I think they. I think they highlighted the nostrils. Yeah, just makes them look weird. That's maybe that's what it is. It's throwing me. They, but yeah, they, we, have, can... we talked about the Ultramarine ones, and we talked about. I mean, that guy's face freaks yeah. out. Yeah, the Ultramarines, the Ultramarines are like also there. To be honest, the Ultramarine ones are, in my opinion, the worst they've done so far. Um, I'll that see that a... and raise you Sixth Legion. Yeah, the Space Wolves are uh, the worst ones. Uh, they've done so even far. even considering the Space Wolves, I think the, the, no, the these are the I... most dull. I'm, yeah, that's it. The spatials ones, although they are not good, mm, are, actually, yeah. they are unique and interesting to that. They're, region, ex, they're, ex, whereas, they're that bad, they're at least exciting in it, how angry yeah, they make you. Am I being dense? The Ultramarine ones, ultra-marine ones done. They're not on the shop. They're not, you yes, can't get them anymore. Record. Like a limited, yeah, I was say, no, 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 they're, they're, they're there as well, aren't they? they 
Are they not? No, they're they're not. I've just followed. I've just followed the, the link that there. you've got crossed crossed out. Oh, the Mark IV. Oh no, the, um, it's further down. It's further down. With the with the um, was Mark, by, That's not that. That says Mark IV. Oh, was it? Crap. I, Sorry, I put yeah, I put Mark IV instead of Mark VI. I've got me numerals the wrong way around. Oh my god, my my Latin my Latin teacher would absolutely belt me one. Well, I'm gonna next time I say it. That guy's face looks a lot like a face that I make that only a few people have ever seen in my life. (laughs) I thought that was just you and me, Chris. Looks like what looks like that boxer's brother Klitschko's the mayor of Kiev. Oh yeah, oh he does, doesn't he? Oh, really does. Oh, ro- ro- robot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see? You see what I mean? There he is right now. Oh my oh. word! Give Ooh. me your codex. Ooh. Is he having a? <laughs> is he having a climax? Who's your Primark? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, these are these are no. First I, I honestly workshop that I worked worked under used to actually say that at that time his words were "Who's your Primark?" Really. Yeah, yeah, he ended up being an area manager as well. So if anybody knows um, Adam Jones, who used to be an area manager for Games Workshop, he used to be quite proud of the fact that he used to cry out, who's your Primark? Well, I'm glad, but I don't understand. OK, right. If I was a I, different person, I'd do it once for a laugh and see what the reaction was. <laughs> yeah, OK, fair enough. Let's swiftly move well, on. We've got... He really wants this conversation to stop. Uh, I'm, I'm just... I, I, uh, we're supposed to be a family-friendly show. We're not being unfamily-friendly. Unless... Well, I suppose, in, yeah, in, that's in, true. In, in, in fairness. Yeah. yeah. OK. All right. All right. All right. Arrow, Night of the Grey. It came out in various versions. Limited edition, 40 quid, sold out. Hardback, 18 quid. Or uh, I think it's sold out at Element Games now. Who's your uh, It has... And EPUB for ten ninety nine. Have I, has any of you read it? Not yet. Uh, no, and I haven't listened to it yet either. I have. Really good. No. It I can't have sold it. out. There's loads of them on eBay. Element Games hardback are sold out. Um, oh, they only do some. They only give so many of the hardbacks to these stores. I don't know why. Okay. Very peculiar. I suppose they don't want to undermine their own sales. Oh, it's also audio book. Yeah, one audible credit nineteen ninety nine. I don't think it's worth 19.99, but one audible credit, which you can go for our affiliate link, is actually worth it because I think it's too short for. Okay. I'll I did see somebody who posted a picture of the special edition going, "Where's the rest of it?" It's a very, very short book. But Ouchie. None of the Garrow books have been like. No, they're not accusing. They're, they're not kind, yeah, that's kind of the the USP mm. of the Garrow series, isn't it? That they're, yeah. they're like. It's it's a it's a three show. hour audio drama. Oh, sorry, not audio drama, audio book. All right, well, I can't wait for this next one. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Primara Psyker. I do believe that uh, this can be used. To, this has been. Uh, they have, the militia has psychers, don't they? In the, we don't in the know, do edition, we? Did they? They had the old edition. Did they have psychers? They had a. When they, in the old edition, they had psychers, didn't they? There's a Davenite Lodge priest in the. Uh, there was. In the, uh, yeah. Legacy in the old. We're model aren't we? Yes. Davenite certainly isn't going to be wearing. Malkador signature. Only the traitors could have the demagogue or where it was. Right, okay, never mind. I've included it in error. I, I've, I'm sorry, I forgot. No, don't, I don't apologise. It looks good. But you, could con- 19... you could convert it and use it as the navigator quite easily. 
Oh yeah, little, yeah, you could do little, that. Little yeah. bit, little bit of green stuff for a third eye on the top. Get your chakra on, and could quite easily be a navigator. Do a hand swap, put a las pistol in there. You're fine. There you go, Michael. Covered you. Don't say I never do anything for you. No. Anyway, it's 19 quid, yeah, whatever. Works. If you do fancy it's it. A nice model. Uh, it is a nice model. It's from the uh, Blackstone Fortress expansion. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now on its own sprue. Uh, the Baneblade cool. got a repackage. Yeah, why don't you just add insult to injury while you're there? Maybe give me a nice paper cut and put some lemon on it. It's been repackaged. It's oh, 100 quid or 80 pounds. <laughs> I am allergic. Yeah, uh, Element Gangs. And it now contains all the options. So instead of being two separate kits, with the, it's just got everything in one box. Doesn't have a small lead in it, though. Yes, it oh, does. and it's they just... added a uh, no, not the plasma one. That's that's not in there because that's but a resin only one. But they, they throw the in... storm bay without the. They kind of used a, a plastic gun and said that. Oh, that's a plasma one. I'm sure. Maybe not. Anyway, no. Anyway, they, they've also put in an extra sponson of uh, uh, sorry sponson sprue to give you all the options there. So, so you can have the four sponsons, four sponsons that you can actually buy without needing to buy two bandwidth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so nice. that's 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 cool, and I don't think it's gone up much in price. But uh, it, it was eight, it, 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 was eight, it was eighty quid when it came out in two thousand and seven. It's gone up. Yeah. It's, gone up it's, 20, it's gone up twenty quid in fifteen years. You know, I was looking earlier on. We were talking about um, games and how much we used to spend on them, and I was like, "Yeah, nineteen ninety four. I bought Virtual Racer on the um, Mega Drive, and it cost me a hundred quid for the cartridge." That would be nearly 200 quid today. And I was like, oh, wow. That was crazy. My cartridges. Anyway, the thing is, right, Anyway, yeah. from, a, from a gaming point of view, I the, the, somebody, it was quite an interesting um, and somewhat pro- prophetic uh, post on, I think it was Heresy Tactics or something, where somebody said, in version one, if you were bringing a Bane, bringing a Super Heavy, you'd, oh, ask, I saw it, yeah. you'd, you'd ask your opponent first, right? And if in version two, yeah, you would generally would speaking, you? you're saying, well, I, yeah, I, if I was having a, like a pickup game, not in a, an event or anything like that, but if I was having I like a, that's just a friendly me. game with somebody, say, oh, I'm going to bring a super heavy tank, right? Um, I would. And you would kind of say, hey, just to let you know, I'm going to bring this big tank. It's got a massive blast. It's going to kill everything. Um, but in version two, if, if you're bringing a flame blade, I think your opponent would generally, you know, take a few points off their own total because they're just so terrible. Yeah, exactly. They're just so terrible now. They, I don't know why they went to town. I don't know what. I mean, I can kind of understand it. I think from a maybe they want to get rid of the big templates and the templates, you know, dominating. On the, on the I think it's to but, move it away from Forge World dominance because before it was a Forge World game with Forge World kits. Yeah. And it and it was a kind of it wasn't so many points now like seven hundred and fifty for this one it was you know you could you could kind of cheaply kit one out for less than five hundred back you, you could day. have a solar solar orcs command stormblade for five hundred and twenty five mm. that was absolutely flipping nails weirdly enough though yeah. um, the big storm the big one the solar auxiliary or every storm hammer is actually reasonably priced points wise but everything else it, it just makes no sense right here's another kind of example of that the um Macarius Vulcan, right? Which used to be about 400 points all in, which was a great tank, 18 shots, strength six, AP three. She stood still, it did 30 shots. Brilliant. And that's now up in the 700s, right? And the gun is now 10 shots, AP four, um, strength six still, you know, with some might have breaching or something. The thing is, the, the Punisher. Uh, Sakarin, which is 185 points, 
18 shots, strength 6, AP 4. So, yeah. It makes no sense. You know, you know that phrase you said in um, at Boards and Swords about why would you <clears throat> bother? Yeah. Why do you even effing bother, I think I said to Michael. Yes, that's probably true. That, yeah, in, in terms of rolling dice. Anyway. Yes. But, yeah, now it's very sad to see Super Heavy's it, being it, totally... It, just... Totally taken off the picture. Armoured Sentinel. Mr. B. Yeah, you can get a Sentinel. It can also be built as a Scout Sentinel. Yep, 27.50. Part of the... It looks... Yeah. Previous... I like it. I like it. Um, I like a Sentinel. Yeah. Who was it that used to... Forge World used to do the Armoured Sentinel. Yeah. Um, they used to do the Drop yeah. Sentinel as well for Elysians, which they oh, should bring they? back. Um, oh, that's cool. Which was more lightly armoured. And there was the Sentinel Power Lifter as well that they used to do oh, for the Elysians. Right. Which oh, that's right. Also, yeah. Which they should also bring back. Um, I like this Rich Gray did one on his YouTube channel, which was just scary, scary good. Um, as the Grim Dark Sun put it, Rich Gray only paints that well to make other people feel bad. Um, <laughs> I really like it. It's a good kit to have an upgrade, although it will mean it will make Mad Cat in Deradeos more expensive and harder because you've got more more knee pads on. Now, because they've changed the fetlock joint, which you used to use for Mad Cat in Derrideos. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Lehman Ross Battle Tank. Oh, indeed. Uh, Lehman Ross Battle Tank, it's been reboxed. It's £37.50. I don't think it's different price, £30 at Online Games at the minute. It's it get just... reboxed about every. Doesn't it get reboxed every year? Every time. This is the first time I remember that they've actually put the in everything in one box. Okay, fair enough. Unlike they've done with the Rogal Dawn where they've missed the bottom of the tank off. I know, right? Isn't that weird? (laughs) Either way, you get all the options now in your uh, in your Lehman Ross kit. Yeah, you thought I wasn't going to mention that, but I had to get that. To to be honest, I'm not that bothered by it. It's like, yeah, it's it's, the the sprues are packed jams. well, yeah, but the thing is, but, where can where are you then going to write if you are reading this? Things I'm have dead. gone wrong. You know, it's, that's, that's the yeah, only place true. you can write that. Um, and yeah. what if you want to scenic and and model it and actually do something with it other than have it stood there like on a parade? Yeah, you, you can't. You can't because they haven't they haven't yeah. designed the. I mean, I can I can kind of get it. Just feels a little bit incomplete, doesn't it? It's slightly weird. Anyway, it, no, it does. But considering what's on the sprue. It, it's, right. it's fine. Where else are you going to put it? Uh, okay, so we've got On three. On the sprue with the rest of the track skirts so it doesn't get There's... blown up by any idiot with a panzer fan. <laughs> anyway. There are three Cadian kits, new Cadian kits uh, Heavy Weapon Squad, £30 or 24 Element Games. Uh, shock like Troops, Canadians. £30. Canadian, Canadians as well. Canadian Shock Troops. Yeah, Canadian. Canadian Shock Troops are now officially more expensive than Marines. Yeah, £24 at Lemon Games. Uh, for ten of, command for, squad. For, for 10 of them. I know these yeah. if, you, if you buy a 20 strong Mark III unit per model, Marines are cheaper. They are indeed. Uh, but that's uh, a different game. <laughs> it is Her- it? It's a different game. 40k is. But heresy, to be fair. Heresy, baby. It's cheaper than 40k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. £27.50 for the K- command squad or £22 at Lemon Games this week. So they, they are, are actually. Beautiful models. Oh, they are absolutely beautiful models. So, you know when I told you off about Lazy Heresy, Graham? Yes, yes. If you had new Cadians, I'd be totally fine with that. Would I'd you? Just, I'd, say that just don't, I'd say don't paint them Russian green and khaki drab. No. Change the colour scheme, but you've got, you've got beautiful art and file the aquilas off the helmet. Um, you've got beautiful... I wouldn't like, do that. 
in G, in, in universe GW troops. It's a, or it's, it's, the, it's, it's the, the militia. It's a militia. It's, it's, it's a militia skull and yeah, yeah. it's the top. Tottenham they, thing, seem, they seem very expensive, don't they, for 10? I mean, they do look great, you're right. I suppose yeah, £3 I mean, a model, are... but yeah, even so, when you, you're going to buy them for... You should get them in a 20, didn't they? They should come in a 20, I think, Canadians. I would yeah, have preferred them to be... used to get 20 of them for 16 quid. That's right, yeah. I really would have preferred them to be ten pound, to be £5 cheaper. Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, such is, such is life. A nice, uh, anyway. nice, mi- nice uh, mix of um, male and female heads as well um to and remember we've got an upgrade sprue coming as well is that an all-female upgrade sprue nope it's mixed yeah. um mixed we one. did it we talked about it last month or are we did talking we? about this month I don't well, know. like three months we ago. might be talking about it this month anyway right shall we uh move on to what we've been up to let's if you want to Next up, we'll be having a little whiz around our respective mm, hobby progress. So, uh, who wants to start proceedings off? Rob, that should be quick. Go uh, into yeah. the notes. Yeah, this will be incredibly quick. Um, I changed what I'm doing for Golden Demon and um, started building what I am doing instead of what I'm not doing. Um, other than that, that's about it. I've had a new conservatory. Yeah, I've had a Are you going to reveal what you've been doing or? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I've had a um, new conservatory built, so my um, trip out to my paint shack has been interrupted for nearly two months now. Uh, also, it is chuffing cold. It is cold. Um, and I don't want paint freezing onto a model rather than drying naturally. So. Um, it's that time of year where having an having a paint shack is great. Having an unpainted, unheated paint shack is a little um, challenging. So my hobby progress has been slow. Mm, okay. I've been having the opposite problem. My 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 uh, painting room is too hot because it's at the on the top. Uh-huh. Oh, that's no one like no no one likes a show off in the middle of an energy crisis, Michael. Yeah, Mr. B in his pants. You're the, you're the one person in the country who's got a warm room. Well done. You should rent it out as a warm bank. Cause I suspect it's in. possibly because his neighbours next door are growing like 400 weight of cannabis in their in their loft. You know. Because... No, they're a really they're a really nice um they're okay. a really nice Polish couple. Isn't that the one that got? That doesn't, mean they're, not, that doesn't mean they're not. That means they're, they're not growing weed in the. I mean, but, Bob Marley but, but, was a perfectly nice person. I'm pretty sure he would have had plenty of weed in his they're, life. They're lovely. They foster children. It's great. They're, 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 so they're, they're not anyway, preclude them from anyway, growing, growing weed. Right. Anyway. Although, should, yes, as Graham alluded to. growing weed as it is. So, yeah, that's just, yeah. 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 Although, although, as Graham uh, alluded to, yes, there was a murder outside my door. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so Michael got plenty of stuff done because his yeah. house—he's literally had police tape outside his door, and they said no, get back inside. Yeah, we did actually for two days. We weren't allowed to leave the house because the because the, that whole outside of the thing was a crime scene. CSI Michael's, Hartlepool. Yeah, world, Michael straight out of Compton Bottrell, uh, yeah. living living at large in South Central. Okay, so uh, what about your good self, Chris? 
this hobby wise I've done nothing. I haven't picked up a rule book apart from to do this. Um I do have some apologies to make uh, in the show regarding custodies information last episode. My excuses we're uh, our general excuses, it was eleven o'clock when we recorded that. We're all it tired. Was, we were tired. <laughs> Mistakes happen. These things as we said before. You want you you want in you want accurate things? You want the listen to somebody else. News, listen to somebody else. You want listen to the imperial time? truth. Please listen to somebody else. Please listen yeah, to somebody else. Yeah, they'll go through uh, it in uh, yeah, minutia for you. Um, but if you want to have fun, we're the people. This is, this is the place. This is where we keep you up all night rather than sending you to sleep. So. Exactly. Uh, uh, yes, and yeah. Just like Matt Willis. Other than this, just watching Wizards of the Coast. Uh, oh, that was implode. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was hilarious. What was that? I just love that. Was that, the, so, was that the thing about D&D Beyond that basically everyone decided they didn't like the idea of it and kicked just, off? No, 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 no. No, no, no it's not they quite, tried to not the license. Let, let Chris, Chris so, you mentioned it. So the you... open gaming license was created 20 years ago by... Oh, that was, yeah. Uh, which meant that everyone could then publish stuff for Dungeons and Dragons and not have to worry about it. Hasbro, because Magic made a billion dollars last year, I decided they wanted to kind of monetize it. It never you know. did. A billion yeah. dollars. For Tragic the Gathering. I mean, admittedly, I did Has- see a guy I did see right. a guy spend a thousand pounds on cards. It was all through the it's all through the um Hasbro. the war the Warhammer set, obviously. Not at all. But Wizards of the Coast is the most profitable part of Hasbro. Really? Yeah, and that's wow. Hasbro. Hasbro, the toy maker. The toy, toy yeah. maker. Barbie, like yeah. Transformers. So Magic, they, Magic the Gathering is stupidly uh, profitable. Yeah, yeah. Crazy popular. So they decided that they would try and uh, renege on the uh, open gaming license and said to everybody, yeah, here's what's going to happen. If you make over, over $750,000 of profit from this product, you owe us 25%. Oof. And we can use your content whenever we want without we paying. We'll ask you for permission or give you a penny for it. Sheepers. And the internet went. Yeah, no. our, <laughs> our service. Our service says GTFO. Yeah. So oh, it was just. It was. Yeah. It was just. Yeah, like two, Paizo. Two weeks of them going. No, 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 no. This isn't what happened. It was a draft, <laughs> despite the fact that everyone had been sent the contract, told us what they had to do. Really? Uh, Good Kickstarter, God. Kickstarter had negotiated and signed a contract with them for only a 20% royalty as opposed to a 25% royalty. Wow. So it was not a draft, was it? No, no, it was, it was absolutely not a draft. The, 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 weird, the weirdest thing was when they did the whole, oh, right, no, that's not what we're doing. It was wrong, was they were like, some people will tell you that we lost. That's we right. didn't. You yeah. won, we won too. And it's like, that we is the cringiest. Oh, dear. It's so, absolutely pure now, cringe. It's, it is, so no matter how bad Games Workshop, everyone thinks Games Workshop is, you're not the people in charge of. That, that's what the games workshop must have been. The they must have been laughing. Going, it's, hey guys, have you seen this? It wasn't us this time. Oh, I, <laughs> said, did I, I, they, I think I said to you guys that the, even more. I, I, I'll have to find that meme. I, I sent them sort of yeah. like yeah, yeah, Marge going games workshop no, and games workshop was bar. You know, I was going what, and they're like, oh, I'm just so used to it. Yeah, yeah, that no, was, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, how can you get something? I do wonder about companies sometimes about, you know, I mean, I know, obviously, you know, we don't check our own content, but we're not a company, right? But you'd think somebody would go, somebody somewhere must have said, 
Now, I think what it is is somebody would have gone, we can make a lot of money. And that was all, yeah. everything else they didn't think about. And it was just like, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. All but of it's those just excuses like, and reasonings for it are quite easily sort of debunked by it because they were yeah. like, oh, we don't want people doing NFTs of our stuff. Yeah. But they're doing, they're, the, they're doing NFTs. They're doing uh, Magic the Gathering NFTs. Of course they're like, good. no, you just, you've got a film coming out. But yeah. the, so the, the other thing is the OGL means that 85, Dungeons and Dragons as a whole has an 85% market share in mm-hmm. role playing games. Wow. Okay? That's because. It's a near monopoly, isn't it? Ev- that's because everybody. That's a different game. Can create content. <laughs> For, yeah. for that one game but yeah. you've got to have that game to, to play the content yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's really good for them but and of course when they now moved through now we're good <laughs> i just walked away from dozens of dragons pretty much yeah i mean like, it was like when they did that when they moved to fourth edition from um uh 3.5 they, they they sort of did that specifically um because people were using pathfinder supplements i mean do you think that companies so get into this kind of they changed the whole system so that people couldn't use Pathfinder supplements. That's right, yeah. Not realising that pretty much everyone who yeah. plays role-playing games can can adapt things very easily. So the big on, thing is this, So because VTTs are a big thing, virtual tabletops, we've used yeah. them in the past. Yeah. Um, they're doing their oh, own one. They're doing their kind of unity-based one, aren't they? Or they're they're doing the unity one, yeah, yeah. that every, that they want everyone to use. Is that so D&D Beyond? Charge. Is that the D&D no, Beyond thing? D&D Beyond is a... Um, it's a subscription it's, service. It'll be in... Well, yeah. But basically, if I was our DM and I subscribed to it and paid and bought all the books and stuff, you would be able to access them for free because I've paid for them as oh, part nice. of my... Oh, so it's, drop, it's Dropbox for D&D. It is, but also all the rules and all the basic rules are there available for you free, and you can just easily look them up. And it's really okay, it, nice. is, it is really oh, okay. good. Sounds good, yeah. But I've been quite they, they, want to, they want to charge thirty dollars a month for a to, to use an a, a machine learning um, GM. The, the problem is, yeah, but that's a level of nonsense because they don't. The guy that's in charge there work used to work in the industry that Graham works in, so he's only mm. viewing it from a yeah, video definitely. game perspective and not what the uh D concept is he just thinks yeah. it's diablo basically whereas yeah i think i mean think about the machine, same button yeah. nine million times yeah. until you maybe get a different bit of loop here's the thing about machine learning which i think would be very bad for D. i mean you might get a kind of game but it would still be kind of scripted if you see what i mean because machine learning all machine learning can do is take big data sets and regurgitate them for what they think the so, best answer is so the, but, you know, the originality is gone. All you're doing is regurgitating other people's ideas. You're not so doing anything new idea. or dynamic. No, so the idea is that basically you will... I don't know, I've, I've dragged us completely off topic. But, That's um, okay. It's good. The, it's fine. It's fine. It's the, fine. We were, we were um, discussing... The whole idea of what they want to do is, is you will buy this campaign. So you'll buy, uh, you know, Tales of the Underdark People whatever and the ai dm will run that campaign for you right i see as it's right and they've kind of pre-scripted it it knows everything yeah Yeah. but But if you decide to go left it knows exactly it'll go it'll go no you can't yeah or it'll direct you in a different way and it won't it won't give you the 
same experience but absolutely i don't mm. that's quite cool um anyway sorry well, that was a massive tangent sorry. but it's super interesting um don't worry chris we're not going to replace the all lock power fist writers with chat gpt anytime soon yeah we, uh, that was, we could just do the whole thing um the i think it's interesting i mean just wonder about companies sometimes whether you know Companies must, employ must... people who regard humans as a resource. I, that's I, mean, I suppose it's that echo chamber. This is a great idea. It's a great idea. Everybody, everybody must have been reinforcing that this was a good idea somewhere in that decision-making process. And nobody went, yeah, this is a terrible idea. The people are going to hate this. The and it's like, is, well, we don't care. We're kind of just going to do it anyway. The problem is, in, I imagine when Games Workshop is, is, although it's a big company, is not a multinational conglomerate, whereas yeah. Hasbro, that's true. you know, you might work in their perhaps their movie licensing department or you might work in that and then you might go up the ranks up the ranks up the ranks and they go well actually do you know what you run wizards yeah and then you get there and you think yeah. well dungeons and dragons is the thing that my kid plays on the laptop on the computer yeah. or i've Why seen stranger like things that? and that's as close as i've got to yeah. it so yeah, yeah you're sort so of vp of you, you don't you don't have an understanding of what the product is yes. or what the experience is that's a good and point. so you just think hang on this thing makes a ton of money it should make a ton more money yeah how can we make more money yeah here's how we can make 25 percent what's more this money. roadblock what's this roadblock here that we agreed to 20 years ago yeah good point um can we get around and you know i, I can understand it from that point of view but you know, yeah you just got to think mm-hmm. and i guess that's the thing about sure people in antwerp who wouldn't be very happy if people started yeah. buying buying diamonds from ghent for example <laughs> I think the thing I mean is... it's 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 lab I mean it's effectively the same thing with lab grown diamonds in in my business. Gotcha. So you get earth mined as we now have to call them, and then you get lab grown diamonds. So right. De Beers <laughs> who are, you know, own a hell of a ton of land of mines around the world, they entered the lab grown market and went, Yeah, that's fine. We're going to make them ridiculously cheap. <laughs> so they killed the, uh, that market. Oh, basically. right. Yeah. So you can buy it. But oh, all, all they've done since they came out, pricing on a lab grown diamond is tracking downwards constantly. Got because it, so there's no the regulation on supply. Whereas before, De Beers and that would release a certain amount. They would, yeah. That would. Because that way you maintain a price. Very Whereas cool. Went, yeah, well, it killed the market. Yeah. Weirdly, which is a little Plus, bit like superglue, because there's only two companies in the world that make the cyanide bit that makes superglue work, and they basically tell the big superglue companies, "You're going to make this much this year because we're going to sell you this much activator, yeah. this this much catalyst ingredient." Come for the heresy. Learn about international finance and slash monopolies, which yeah, is yeah. which is another game altogether. But um, yeah. I made that, that joke already. Like, yeah. I know you did. I was just riffing on it. Um, yeah, yeah. But I was super quite proud of myself for that one, to be honest. Yeah, super interesting stuff. So, yeah, I think it's just one of those things, like I so say, I think maybe a Games Workshop's advantage, certainly this version of Games Workshop, maybe not the previous version, doesn't have I'll that t- I'll, t- I'll tell you to, what would get, I'll tell you what would get some views. people so badly. I'll tell you yeah. what would get some views and some streams. Can you imagine a live stream of the Orlock Power Fist Boys role-playing? <laughs> Maybe that's next year's Christmas Christmas. special 2023. Can you imagine Brian, Clive and Alan round a role play table going into a dungeon? I'm not explaining how 5ed D&D works to any of those people. I'm sorry. I'll just use someone. No, no, we'll use GURPS, make it even worse. Oh, God. No, no, no. No one's using that. 
Three and a three three point five. That's easy. Anyway, come on. That's all I pretty much played in university. Five Ed is really good. Five Ed is really good. It's really quick. Is anyone going to go see the movie? No. I'm very reluctant to, but it's got Hugh Grant in it, so I'm slightly less reluctant. It's got Captain Kirk in it. The trailers do look the old much one. better than the, uh, than the, the original. Uh, yeah, the, the new one. Chris, oh, Chris, yeah. Pine. Chris Pine is playing a bard. Not the new one, uh, the, the, the old one, but not the old, old one. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you, I think. Oh, I think. Yeah, it's now like three Captain Kirks. Are they? All right. I'm, yeah, I'm in no Strange spoilers. New Worlds, in Strange New Worlds, there's a new actor who plays Kirk. Oh, crying out loud. Goodness me. Um, yeah, right, I see what you mean. So, I, I, I'm quite tempted. Uh, apparently, it's supposed to be pretty good, so... But the, the problem it is, there's never been worse than the one from 2005. Oh, it's awful, just terrible. It's so, it's so bad. Sometimes it's so bad, it's good. But it's so depressing no, when the, you the see fun things. Thing was that, the, no, the, really, it isn't. It actually is really bad. It's not one on. of those movies. If, it's just bad. The, the fun. Did you see all the memes about when it got delayed? Because that's there's nothing yes. more D&D or role play than. Oh yeah, we can't make it this week. Can't make it this week because the, <laughs> the DM's ill. Um, um, I think. Go on. I think it's you know it's. Like when you're invested in something, so the same thing with the 40k stuff or, or the thought of a 40k, um, you know, universe that you know Henry Cavill is going to champion us into the golden age of you know grim dark television, and then when it turns, but part of us is always going to be going, this is going to be terrible. They're going to screw this up. No end. Now, I mean, Henry Cavill we're going to have space marines in our mind. That's <laughs> As long as they don't do space marines, it's going to be fine. I think you're probably right. I think if they do space marines, it'll be awful. I think think this is when Chris and I were talking about writing stories in the 40k universe. I know we're not writers, right? But it was really hard to write stories. I know, know, but it was really hard to write stories about space marines. But it was a lot easier to write humans and about how humans react to space marines, which I think quite a lot of authors do. They seem to be quite human-centric sometimes. But anyway... Yeah, I think that would be interesting to see. If they do something like, you know, Eisenhorn or, you know, something set in the sort of Inquisitor stuff, which I think is really interesting and really shows the dark side of the Imperium, like, you know, I think that would be really cool. But I think if it goes, you know, maybe even some of the heresy stuff. Might have, you, but... have you read any of the Warhammer crime stuff? I have not. No, you, but you I want to read, I want to read Mr. Hill's Bookkeeper's School. Oh, oh that's really good. That's really good. All right, that's okay. really very good. Check them out. So anyway... Um, Come on, you're right, Mr. B. We have gone, we have, we have gone on over, but it's an interesting topic. Graham, yes, what are you? I've been done loads. I've literally been non-stop from dusk till dawn doing stuff. So sweet. Yeah, I think I've put you to shame actually this month, Mr. B, for the first time ever. I'm going going to. So I'm a spearhead. So we're going to this thing in April, Warhammer Fest, and because there's the ability for me to play the game on the Saturday. I've graciously agreed to accompany Mr. B arm in arm and promenade him around the exhibition hall uh, on your Sunday. Gonna, are you going to be too? Is, are you going to be like the two ladies from interest? Little Britain? No, I think we'll I'm be still like thinking about getting Butler a gaming ticket for Saturday. Park. Actually, it's, it's, it's I'm thinking mind. about getting a gaming ticket for Saturday. Actually, if you dress Michael like Scarlett O'Hara, I will slap you so hard. <laughs> I quite think I, mean, I look pretty dashing as Rhett Butler. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Slightly overweight. Compared to Mr. B dressed as Scarlett O'Hara, you would look quite dashing, but that's not a high bar. No, it's not a high bar. Rhett Butler, the the latter years, maybe. Uh, Anyway, people go, who the the hell is Red Butler? Anyway. um, What? Anyway, 
I so armor spearhead is is my, my, my army of choice, and I want to do an armor spearhead. I mean, I'm obviously a big fan of the tank, and so I was like, well, which army have I got that's got the most tanks in it already? So it's got the least amount of work to do. So ultramarines, and there's a couple of reasons for ultramarines. First of all, they've already got quite a lot of tanks in them, in my armies, and secondly, Caesarean align. So that means I can just take them as my line choices and not have to worry about putting tactical squads in. So I'm building, or I have built, uh, three Predators. This is what I spent my Christmas moolah on. Three Predators with the Magna Cannons, Heavy Bolters. Uh, two Sicarans, uh, one for the Command one and one um, Punisher. And then I'm going to get them all painted up. I've got them a new... Um, Compressor for my airbrush. So, but unfortunately, like you, it's a bit too cold to go outside and start doing doing the work at the shed. So, but I did give it a little little teaser uh, in the in the in the in the kitchen with some water, and it's fantastic. So they're going to be airbrushed up, get them done, get them ready for April, and then I should have a really cool. And I've got a fell blade. I bought a. My friend sold me his Ultramarines fell blade, which is in a pretty bad shape. So. That needs to be stripped and we could doing that. So it's good fun. Looking forward to that. Um, and then I did a load of other stuff for my um, Sons of Horus, which I kind of really like painting stuff for them. So I did a Centurion, um, which was El Choppo. Um, and I just th- thumped a random head on him because I hate the, the beaky head. It looks stupid. But the figure itself looks really cool without the beaky head, I think. Um, so... I, I basically what I did was I just chopped the axe off and kind of just left it there because it's got this kind of pimp stick thing going on as a as a power maul. Um, I really enjoyed painting. He was quite had quite a lot of detail. I mean, I really enjoyed painting. I think it was pretty good. I think he might have a Primaris Marine's head though. You might better tell me. Oh dear, has he got? I know. Nonsense, right? Has he got a nonsense head? I think he has. Uh, one of them is definitely one of them's got the Mark II head from the um, vehicle sprue. And I think the other one has almost certainly got a uh, primary. Where's your pictures? The second uh, one was Centurion. So the cent- characters is the one with the character in it. Uh, yeah, Mark II head. Yeah, the other one. The, the other one's the, the the Centurion, the chaplain rather. So he might the be. Chapeau. Uh, yes, it is a Primaris head, but to be fair, it's pretty much Mark IV. It is Mark IV. So I'll, I'll give you that. Thanks, man. Uh, well, the whereas the um, the Herald has got a Primaris arm, it's got a big bolter on it, and so I just put a sco- put a put a scope on it and called it a Nemesis bolter. Bob's your uncle. So yeah, cool stuff. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed painting them. So they're nice. Um, did Malagurst the Twisted as well? Another another cool figure. Um, he came out really nicely actually. He's, he looks the biz. Uh, really really pleased with him. Um, thanks to my tutelage under Rob the School of Robbing, uh, I'm quite very pleased how that's turned out. And then uh, finally, I did even some more shenanigans where I had to rush paint a um, little saber because I had 80 points free for this 2,000 point event I was going to. That came out really nicely. I did Garrow as well. This, you know, I've had time on my hands, repainted him, and finally I've done another Herald and another Champion um, because I had them lying around. So yeah, I've just been non-stop, Mr. Painter. Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Huh? I was going to say you've painted more in, you've painted more since the last show than I think you did last year. I think I was kind of in the zone, and 
um, obviously it was over Christmas, so I had a you know number of days off. So I didn't really do anything much except sit and eat cheese and chocolate. So that meant I had plenty of time so for playing. Saying that like it's a bad thing. I know. So basically, ate cheese, ate chocolate, watched all sorts of crazy stuff on the television, and including the Great Escape. I hope. I didn't watch the Great Escape. What? what? No, I didn't. Um, and so then, you didn't even do Christmas. And I didn't watch Escape from Victory either, which was really Victory, especially especially in the light of Pele uh, dying as well. Oh I know, gosh. right? You could have done that. Or Oz, Ozzy Aldinis was in that as well. I realised he was. John Walk from Ipswich, and uh, yeah. Anyway, Sylve- and Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, of course. Yeah, it's a random Ma- American. You know, Michael Caine. Random goalkeeper. Yes. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Another war film to, for people to explore and, and laugh at. Anyway. There we go. So I, I have you li- can laugh at Skid Victory. I, I painted Garrow, and he was really good fun to paint as well. I was really pleased with him. So all in all, it's been a, a good month for painting. I think because they've been painting and it's been going well, that's meant that my men, momentum's been, you know, maintained. Get, maintained rather than me painting and thinking, oh my god, that's terrible. I'm going to paint again as long as I live, and then coming back to it like four weeks later. So anyway, sorry, mm. that's me. Tons of stuff. Cool. Uh, I did a few. Bits and bobs. I sort of said I was going to paint the Contempt of Dreadnought and a Spartan for the Imperial Fists. I ended up doing a scout squad for them with Nemesis Bolters because I had them lying around. So, so was, that, was that a spelling error with Spartan or was that like, you know? Spartan, did I not? Was that... Spartan to scout squad. Did you just misread the label? Yeah, must have done. No, I had the scouts <laughs> lying around and I was like, oh, I had them primed and I was like, eh, I'll paint them up. Um, I did uh, the Contemptor. I did the Contemptor. I followed uh chris's suggestion of using reichland flesh shade instead of um imperial fists and oh my god it still looks terrible but yeah just terrible. start again then yeah um and a pair of apothecaries and i realized i forgot to link some of the um pictures so i'll do that in a minute but i did the apothecaries for the imperial fists i quite like them they're they're, they're not so bad um i do all right of apothecaries you know uh, so where's the where's, spend where's, so much time at the real wand? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, we got Sigismund done, uh, and he is uh, he's a nice model. I like him. He's held up well over the years as odd Sigismund. Yeah. He's one of the nice early model. boys. Yeah, and I did. I think the, he was the first I, character series model, wasn't he? No, he, the, he was in book the, three, so you, it would have been uh, Angron and stuff, wouldn't it? it was the, yeah, but Angron was a Primarch. It wasn't the f- oh non Primark maybe yeah, was I don't it the know. first non Primark character series model? Oh, I don't know. I think we might have or had. Was it, uh, or was it I Khan? Think Khan might have been first. Uh, yeah. So got Sigismund painted up, and then I got him a uh, Spartan as well. Uh, and I have purchased a Land Raider Proteus and the last five Templar brethren, and I built the Proteus and the Kratos. And the Proteus is actually on my painting desk at the minute, so. There you go, the Land Raider brethren. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're gonna so yeah, yeah so they're, they're, they're the gonna be Imperial. The Rastafarian Imperial Fist, that'd be great, wouldn't they? Cool. Yeah. And that was me. What about Actually, somebody was somebody was moaning about? Did you see that today? I think it was on one of the rules ones. 
Is there an errata with the Temple Templar Brethren because their non-show box is 15 points, not 10? And everyone was like, yeah, the reason it's 15 points is because they're a bit good. No, it was the Vexilla. It was, it's like, they're a bit oh, yeah. good. That's why they're more expensive. Yeah, their Vexilla is more expensive because they're unlikely to need to re-roll a leadership check in combat because that's implying that what they've got in combat with is still alive. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're pretty, pretty vicious. Nice. Yeah, unless you're doing unless you're doing Templar Brethren versus Fire Drakes, chances are every anybody else is going to be dead. Right. What about games played? Do you want do you want to talk through your? Because you've had quite a few this month, uh, Rob. Well, games played. Um, you can play games with this. Yeah, I played loads of games. You know, finally for the first time in playing Heresy, there was an event less than fifty miles away, and guess what? I wasn't there. Twenty. <laughs> like, literally, I could have walked down, to it. Yeah, you could have done. I could have literally walked to it in half an hour, and that is how I would have got there. But guess what? I wasn't there because, no, I was dealing with my new conservatory being decorated. Well, I'll tell you all about it in a minute. Yeah, I bet you will. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's me done for games played, by the way. Um, none. Uh-huh. As ever. Anybody else? Well, I, I played against Graham. Talk about that, Mr. Beale, as I will. And I'll give uh, my, my my somewhat biased side of the story. So played against Graham it was pretty good. It was a what a, um, a get that Graham is. No, it was it was a fun game. Uh, uh, it was uh, it came very close. It was, what did we play again? It was um, the one with the stage deployment onslaught. Onslaught, yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, no, it was a close game, um, and uh, it was fairly good. It was nice to see uh, blow up Graham's Spartans with uh, my, uh, uh, with my, um, I think it was Contemptor with the last cannons. You had a pretty tough list, Mister B, for two uh, Yeah, yeah, it was a two thousand point game. Uh, I think where mine fell down was I went, I had lots of units, so was giving up kill points quite easily. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, what you had. So you had. I had uh, two, so three rhinos, two, three rhinos, uh, yeah. a flamous, heavy flamer squad, yeah, um, two tactical squads. There was an auto cannon squad, uh, two contemptors. That's right. And um, one, uh, one with, um, I think it was twin carries, and one with a um, last cannon. Uh, last cannon. Uh, I had a leviathan. Yeah. So three uh, and two sabers. Yes. There you go. So, so yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, I think I, I think what I had, I just had Reavers, tactical squads, the Punishers, and maybe the Kratos, the Kratos, which is what I kind of took yes. to this event. Yeah. So um, yeah, managed to do. It was it was really close actually. It was the one where you have to get to the to the objective that's in the other person's deployment zone. Mm-hmm. And I think I just about, although we didn't, I managed to do it just about by some shenanigans with pinning because. The uh, the squad that Mr. B very cunningly positioned right over my objective that I had to get to happened to be a 10-man autocannon squad, yep. which was tricksy because, you know, the problem with heavy support squads now is you, you shoot them, they shoot you back. And that's the last seems, thing you want, generally. Rude. Yeah, I know, it's really rude. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, man, they're going to absolutely annihilate me. Um, So I think in the end, what I did was once I dealt with this annoying, I mean, Contemptors and Leviathans take so many shots to get through. They really are hard graft. Um, yeah, but those know, grenades really helped. 
Which ones? The grenades. You killed the well, at least one of the dreadnoughts with grenades. Did I? Are you yeah. sure? I th- sure. I think I don't know what grenades. They are. That would that would that would imply a combat phase. That there was definitely no because I've got reavers, so there's definitely oh. combat phases, and I think the reavers went in. Um, and I might have done you with actually lightning claws. No, so oh, was, yeah, might have been, yeah. Yeah, because there were sixes, and they just get so many attacks that you're going to get enough, but it takes a long time to chew your way through them. The Kratos also did a number on them, because um, it's pretty good for that, because it's got a lot of yeah. IP shots. Um, and I think even Volume of Fire with the um, Punishers, you know, can do something. You know, 36 shots from two of them at strength six, you're going to get, you're going to roll some ones. But you didn't roll many ones, actually, to be fair, Mr. B. So, no, yeah. no, no. My rolling, I, th- I thought my rolling was either really hot or really bad. I, you did some good rolls. So I, there, was, I there was nothing in between. No, that's true. And I think when I think I managed to get rid of the heavy support squad with the heavy flamers, um, I think I, I pinned them, I think, or did something to them so they couldn't overwatch and then mullered them, which was great. Which no, was no, a, I, you, you charged in something else so i had oh, to overwatch them instead that's of what i did that's what i did i sacrificed yeah. a, I sacrificed a tactical squad <gasps> because my reavers had a um herald in them so there was two scoring units i only need one scoring unit to go on the objective and there was only like four tactical marines left so i just basically ran them at the heavy support squad they overwatched and killed them and then charged with the reavers who then didn't get overwatched and just murdered them that was good i was very pleased with that move um, so yeah, but yeah, good game. I think I managed to get objective. Mr. B was super close. Now you got the objective as well. I did get the objective, but the yeah. difference was units killed because, um, yeah. and you got the um, the 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 point for killing something for in the first yeah, turn. It was like two nil or something. It was it was a very very close game. So yeah, well played, uh, Mr. B. Uh, it, it was four uh, four to two. Oh, there we go. Very good. All right, cool. Uh, shall oh, I go that. through my list of games? Yes, you play it for you. Like a gameaholic. I love a game. So the first one, so this is because I had time off and days off and the wife was away showing the dog. So it was, it, I even had like whole days where I had to myself that I could just go and do what I wanted to do. So the first one was uh, against Richard, local player uh, from the sort of Red Career. This was at Battle Bunker. And I took the Ultramarines, which was my first mistake. So I was playing um, uh, Night Lords. I've not played against Night Lords before, and there's lots to learn about Night Lords, mainly fear pinning night fighting. In that, that combination is really tough. And it was one of those games where you're like, I am on the back foot from moment one, and it didn't get any better, because I think we had night fighting for about four turns. Have they gotten good then, Night Lords? Yeah, I mean, it was just like being able to do a lot of messing around with my leadership to, you know, make other pin people so you could then charge them without being overwatched or reactions, stopping reactions. Um, all my shooting was at, you know, minus one uh, ballistic skill because it's night fighting and if you haven't got a searchlight or an augury scanner, um, that's that's what happens. So, and or the maximum range of your shooting is 24 in night fighting. So, again, unless you've got um, longer searchlights on stuff, you you can't see anything, you can't shoot them, and they obviously don't suffer that penalty, so they can shoot you with, you know, abandon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was really tough. Yeah, I was completely outsmarted by that one. 
Um, I think it's one of those things which happened in another game I had later on with, against World Eaters. It's one of those things when you first play them, you get trounced because you don't know how to play them because you've not played them before and there's some nuances you need to be aware of. I think if I played them again, I'd be a little bit more savvy as to how to deal with them. And also, I've put searchlights on every tank now for five points because particularly on, on the Ultramarines and the Armour Breakthrough, there's a very good chance I'm going to come up against um, Night Lords. So searchlights, because searchlights, which I forgot, if you searchlight something, not only does it reduce the um, prevent the maximum range of 24 and the minus the ballistic skill, if you spotlight something, then everything else in your army can now see that without any penalty. So, so even, the, even the stuff without searchlights, like heavy exactly. weapon squads. Yeah, so they can see it if you searchlight it up, which I completely forgot about um, and should have remembered so that I could you know, use one tank to searchlight them up and then everything else should have used you know, yeah. that uh, Ultramarine's ability of you know, adding plus one to their shooting against things they've already shot at, which, yeah. again... What, what, tank, what tank's that, Graham? Oh, that's my 300-point Rhino that's got 200 searchlights. Yeah, it. it's just like, it's like something from like the Mad Max film, except instead of speakers, it's got lights on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was a tricky one actually. Yeah, I didn't really get anywhere. I didn't really feel like I'd laid a glove on them throughout the whole game. Um, so it's like uh, I didn't really do anything here except die horribly. But again, I think next time I'll, I'll have a better idea of what I'm doing. So we better deal with that nonsense. And again, things like um, that I had hadn't realised. Heralds, for example, the banner makes people fearless, so they can't be pinned. You know, things like that that you you know you need to remember, um, which are super useful or stubborn and stuff like that. Anyway. So that was the first one. The second one was we had a long gaming day, which is kind of traditional now um, in Durham. Uh, so this was good fun. So I had a, a game uh, in the morning uh, against, uh, I think it was, uh, I can't remember whose name. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? I've forgotten his name. Anyway, somebody, uh, I think it might have been, I can't remember his name. Anyway, they came down. I haven't played him before. Um, quite new to Heresy, so that was really good. Had a game with him in the morning, and in the afternoon we had a big game, uh, which was good fun. Uh, with um, myself and, and Anthony Little um, against two loyalist players. Uh, and again, quite a tough set of lists, but he was playing Mechanic and I was playing the Sons of Horus. And we kind of, it was a good combo, actually. Those two armies worked really, really well. The thing about Mechanic, which we'll come on to, is that the old version one lists do not work well. You need to change them. Um, and you need to change them with all the Myrmidons you can throw at them and then i had another game uh, on the tuesday which was against dan andrews and against the my new nemesis which is the world eaters which were bad as chris will attest when he's ever taken them on they're seriously worse now and this was a discussion you know with mr b on which was some armies are just better they are just better. I just, no matter what you say, Mr. B, well, you know, Creations you're sort of... are not created equally. Yeah, you're, you're kind of crusade and heresy answer of, well, all armies can be like that. No, they really can't. Because if you just look at on paper between... So World Eaters, for example, they've got a fantastic reaction. You know, if you shoot them stupidly and they're too close, they'll charge you, which is a great sort of reaction, which also the I think you can do in the Space Wolves and you can do in the... Um, Imperial fists, Chris. You know, I think there's, they've got those kind of rules where they can move and then charge or something like that if you yeah. shoot them, which is a great reaction. The, the Sons of Horus reaction is terrible. Sorry, what's that, mate? Another Templars ones. Um, yeah. So I can't remember what the 
um, yeah but you know so just being able to do that don't shoot them right no lesson number one but that's an advanced reaction my advanced reaction is terrible i've never used it it's that bad it basically means if you're within 12 inches of something uh, and they shoot you you can return fire at plus one ballistic skill what army is that that's sons of horse oh sons of horse yeah so it's just like it's, it's meh in comparison it's genuinely meh it's complete terrible i mean if somebody's within 12 inches of you they're not going to shoot you anyway because of that reason well, i suppose you could argue something about charging them but yeah it's it's gen- genuinely rubbish it's not much of a deterrent really you can still shoot them with all the you know all the fun of the fair and not worry too much the fact they're going to hit you on twos rather than threes not going to wound you any easier um but it's not like being charged because once they charge you you then lock them out so they can't shoot you with anything else so yeah i think that's and look at the weapons that the um, world eaters get. They've got these phallic, I think they're called phallax blades. Yeah, phallax blades, the Kadari weapons. Yeah, so these things, I think they're plus one strength, they might be strength user, but they're rending four plus, rending four plus. Okay, so that means not 50%... Breaching. Not rending. breaching, rending. So that means yeah. 50% of the time, they will wound anything. Mm. 50% of the time, they kill something all the time. Yeah, exactly. So anything will die because you're going to put them, you know, 10, 15 man squads of these guys with all with phallax blades and you're just going to run at something. And yes, we know that, you know, shooting is king. But if you can get them in against another close combat army, say Blood Angels or Sons of Horus, they will murderize you. They will probably, if I'm honest with you, Chris, just by volume of attacks, all at AP2, they'll give the um, custodians a run for their money. Obviously, yeah, custodians that's something are that... going to go first. Well, because but... I've always... We're always good for that though. That was always their thing. Yeah. Just volume, but, volume but, of units. Yeah. Especially with that kind of Garland Serlac. Exactly. But it used to be chain axes, which you would save on yeah, two yeah, pluses. Yeah. Now it's now, now it's, it's you, you know you're on you're, you're down to your six plus in von saves, and yeah, it was just like uh, just unbel- the just like so many attacks. I mean, going up against a dreadnought with this squad, they'll murder it because they if you get a four plus, you wound automatically. It's not like breaching where it's you still have to roll to wound. You, you know, you, that's it. It's a wound. Doesn't matter what your toughness is, you're going to go down. So yeah, I think they're super powerful. Um, and something to you, the lesson I need to learn with that particular army is, I had he had two dreadnoughts coming at me, and I and they had two land raiders with geezers in. These I think they were either both these reaver squads or one was a reaver squad. Uh, one was another type of close combat squad. And then he had a couple of guys in um, just, um, I think, the spoilers. And he had a lot of shooting, right? He also had probably the best tank shooting unit you can get, which is the Vindicators. Um, I don't understand why they don't have, they still don't have a negative to that. Still. There's nothing, that's the thing is there is no downside. And and his right of war basically meant everything got plus two movement. And yeah. the And the downsides were, you can't have allies. And it's like... Well, duh. The, it's the, world leaders. They shouldn't be able to oh, have allies no. anyway. They're how, immense. How will we cope? You know, it's like you can't have allies or you have to go towards the nearest enemy. Well, yeah, of course you do. You're going to do that anyway. It was just such a... You know, you look at the Reaver, the Black Reaving, right? You can take Reavers as, as line. Great. But you, can, you can't have more heavy support choices than you've got fast attack choices. You've got a massive tax there. And there's a load of... You've got to take a master of signals. There's a load of things that make that very difficult to do. 
Whereas this was just like, yeah, off you go. Knock yourselves out. Now, fair enough, people are going to say, yeah, but they're supposed to be close combat specialists. I absolutely agree. They're not, you're not wrong there. And in the game of shooting, maybe it's good. The Sons of Horus are supposed to be close combat specialists, though, as well. Well, yeah, but their, um, you know, their advanced reaction is shooting. You know, exactly. Abaddon's, um, you know, reaction is in the movement phase. And I mean, in the movement, I suppose, yeah, they're thinking, well, maybe he's going to advance twice or, you know, get two units to advance twice. But, you know, you're probably where you really want the reactions, in my experience, is you want them in the shooting phase so that you can evade twice <laughs> or the assault phase so um, that you can, you know, disrupt attacks twice. Sorry, the Chris, movement mate. phase ones, yeah, the, sorry, I was trying to Jaffa cake exactly the right. over there. Um, the, the movement phase ones, unless it's get out of the way, I just yeah. don't know. I mean, the only, the only other time it's useful is if for interceptor, because you could do two interceptors and two different units, because that's the movement phase, right? It's their movement phase. But other than that, it's probably the worst one of the three. So you think Abaddon? Wouldn't that be in the assault phase at the very minimum? Anyway, um, yeah, so I think it's, and I guess people will say, well, actually, you know, if you look on paper, Reavers are a good unit. Just here and are a good unit. So it kind of balances out that way. But you just look at them on paper and you go, yeah, this is not comparable. I mean, fair enough. You could say, well, the, the power axe that the Sons of Horus get, called whatever it is, I can't remember the name of it, Cassian power axe, is, but it's a specialist weapon, so you're losing an attack. And it's breaching 5+. plus. So, you know, it's nothing like... Rending four, rending four plus, yeah, yeah. So, which is in in another specialist weapon. But by the way, you buy them in pairs. Yeah, exactly. So and yeah, you I get think, furious charge on them, so they're as strong as a power axe anyway. Yeah, and they they have an insane number of attacks. The Praetor that he had, because it's got this insane madness thing that they have, right? So what I was doing is I was disrupting. I wasn't overwatching. I was disrupting that to just to reduce the number of attacks they would get for charging me, making them do this organised charge. But if I hadn't, they would have been on something like he would have been on like nine attacks on the charge, um, you know, from a, just from a Praetor. It's just madness, just absolute madness. Red Butchers actually, he had a good unit of Red Butchers, not using even, the power axes, but using twin lightning claws, and again they were absolutely ferocious. Even a Primarch's going to struggle at that kind of, you know, one yeah. guy's chucking out nine attacks. Yes, they're going to be hitting net on a higher roll and everything. Yeah. But the more dice you roll. Exactly, the more, more chance. chance. Yeah, I mean, so it you just Mr. Fe- B can roll a double six if you give him a so, bin full of dice. Yeah, so I'm eventually. You know, I am super glad. Well, I was super glad that I'm going as a traitor to most things, but I'm going as a loyalist to this uh, Warhammer one, and I expect to come across these gits at some point. But the, the lesson learned was useful because I hadn't played them before, but then I played them again at this event that I went to uh, at Pontefract. So very quickly, because I know I've droned on too much. Um, game against Mr. B. So anyway, Daniel Andrews absolutely annihilated me. Not unsurprisingly, he had a very. That's very why good... we call him Crusher. That's, yeah, I, you know. see, I did beat him two games previous, and I thought, ah, I've got almost temporary take... class. It, it was a, it was a temporary lull while he while he re went back, licked his wounds, and brought out another <laughs> list of evil. So yeah, pairing this army with great shooting, I think he had Deradeo as well. Yeah, he did. Some really good shooting, you know, means you've got a great balance between shooting and you can shoot my tanks before they can get to you. You can murder everything that comes out with your dreadnoughts. You've got these other squads that are going to come in and literally rinse you. 
so yeah tricksy so anyway well played dan was very very well played and well put together are we i know i'm learning about world years in general but that's not to say how well he played so anyway in this tournament so this was definitely a tournament right i went to this this wasn't a narrative event this was a tournament just want to be absolutely clear so I took my sons to Horus because I'm very much enamoured with them. I just like them. I think maybe because I think I like how you know, I've painted them okay and they look good. So I kind of taking them for that reason. So in this list, I had two Herald and a Centurion, both pictured earlier. Uh, Herald, I gave a Nemesis Bolter to, which was cool, and the Centurion that just a power um, power Maul, which is AP three now, which is cool. Um, big uh, like twenty person um, Reaver squad with three lots of lightning claws, one of those on the sergeant. Uh, two tactical squads with nothing except artificial armour on their on their respective sergeants. They were my kind of scoring unit. Um, and then this is 2,000 points, so I had the Kratos, which was 400 points, which was a big investment. A Sabre, which I bought, which was absolutely awesome. Really impressed with that tank. And the um, two Punishers, which was my kind of main anti-infantry shooting. First game was against Mechanicum, which was a bit unfortunate, really, because I've got a lot of actual AP4, like... 36 shots with two two punishers they're going to wreck your day against your um phalanx and the like um but i managed to win that one managed to take out the macarid explorator took out i think eventually took out the um fan fan whatever the, what's the transport called i can't remember uh the long, the long the long thing man oh uh yeah so that took that out and once I kind of, he had a big, he had a really dangerous sounding um, Myrmidon squad. So they had the phase plasma fusers, there's two of those. You know, they had, um, I think, uh, my, 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 uh, Graviton guns, you know, so two of those. A lot of shooting in one unit and dangerous, dangerous shooting as well. Um, and I didn't want that anywhere near my squads. So I kind of ran down one side with the big 20 man um, Reaver squad and the, and the HQs. I let the shooting deal with the shooting. The, the, actually, the, the Sabre did really well because it's so snub-nosed autocannons rending on sixes or fives. And I basically managed to take out... He had one of the um, Kraos tanks, but not the Venator one, the other one, with the large blast template. But I just kind of took that out of the game by kind of stunning it in the first round of shooting and then just taking the whole points off it in the second round with this super-fast little tank which I think is a really good thing to have now, um, which I'll come back to in a minute. Uh, so I actually won that game, which was great. Second game was against World Eaters. This was, this was a bit of a, this was more, this was a big challenge because I was, again, it was one of those ones where I was on the back foot from the start. It was the triangle deployments end to end. And I thought, okay, I've got a bit of a, bit of a chance here because I've got quite a lot of shooting. I need to stop these guys quickly. Night fighting, of course, you know, first two turns. So that put, paid to that plan and before i knew where i was they were on me you know and i was like in big trouble and having to kind of try to tactical my way out of things i don't in the walls man were they in the freaking walls they really were in the walls right and so there's all these ravaging nightmarish crazy men coming at me my i sort of sent through us i did have a contempt of dreadnought actually with the fist and uh power fist and chain fist i kind of sacrificed that he had two contempt of dreadnoughts which were at the kind of vanguard of his attack and they were kind of just soaking up shots from the um, Krios, sorry, from, yeah, from the Kratos. And so I couldn't, you can't bring two of them down quick enough um, unless you've got a specialist kind of unit with Brutal or something or a, lot, a huge amount of AP2 fire. 
Um, he took care of my um, my lovely punishers quite quickly. I think one of them he took down to one whole point and then I managed to immobilize it. So I was really pleased with that, as you can imagine, because <laughs> that was kind of like my, OK, they're going to get in and I'm going to shoot them with a load of shooting and they're going to die. Um, didn't work out like that. But I did kind of manage to um, fight a bit of a rearguard action because I managed to sort of brave Sir Robin, my Reaver squad, knowing full well at some point they were called to action. And they did OK, even against that Phalax squad, they managed to deal with them, which I was very pleased with. But it did. there were a couple of interesting rules questions on this, and I was going to... Um, I'll come back to them at the end, but I'd be interested to see what you you guys think of this. And then my last game was against Blood Angels. So this was Sanguinius um, with a Dawnbreaker squad, I think. Yep. These are the ones with the with the spears. spears. I hate spears. Did I mention, Chris, that I hate spears? Every I, unit, every I unit has got a spear. I can't model hate. that I like more. <laughs> it's got a spear in it. Oh, yeah. Emperor's oh, Children will be next, just so I can oh, Phoenix Guard. Every board. single Praetor model I've got, in fact, every single Warlord model I've got has got a spear. I hate that, spears uh, with a passion. Alpha my, I mean, I'd, I'd do Alpha Legion. My Alpha so Legion Praetor has a spear. My Tribune has a spear. Any, nothing, any unit my Archmagos Prime has a spear. It's <laughs> just massive trouble. So these, so anyway, long story short, he had four light, um, javelins. So you know how much I like those. So they died very quickly. They're a lot easier to kill. A variation on a spear, in fact. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's definitely... They were, they were his kind of main anti-tank. They had last cannons on them. So I dealt with them fairly sharpish. Um, he had the Furioso Dreadnought, where it is the flying one. Not Furioso, but you know the one I mean. Um, yeah. So that was kind uh, of... Incendious. Yeah, so that was coming at me like a madman. So I had to, yeah, that, you know... That sure she moves as well. It does. It really does move. So only one. I know. It, it kind of got right up at my grill. He, he did have a bit of bad luck, failed a couple of charges, which I was immensely relieved about. Um, and I just managed to take the damn thing out with my Kratos. Um, while all this is going on, he's got a five-man nemesis. Um, no, that was in the other game. Just to go back to the world, he's got a five-man nemesis bolter squadron as well. And he Doesn't did the cardinal does. sin, which was to fall back so that I couldn't charge him. But anyway... Um, world eaters... It was a tournament, so yeah. no, sh- no, automatic loss. Anyway, <laughs> automatic loss. Because the thing is, well, yeah, this is the thing. Get Weldy, back to Deshaya. Totally agree. World eaters. World eaters get back in a vehicle to avoid a combat or or yeah. go or um, pull back. back to, you should back lose the game. So, I mean, it's you know, I can understand it. It's a tournament, and they have to get the charge for them to have any chance. That's everything about world eaters is getting the charge. Nothing oh, else yeah. matters to them. But yeah, I was like, okay, falling back. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, competitive environment. So, you know, it wasn't a narrative event. Um, but yeah, so I managed to kind of deal quite a lot of damage. Sanguinius, though, was a problem. I, you know, a, a prime market in 2000 points. That's a that's a tough gig, you know, and the whatever it is, Dawnbreakers. How, have you got some of these, Chris? Because they're flipping. Dawnbreakers, yeah. I'm so, sure just us. Yeah. So yeah. He, had, he had a big squad of them. Yeah, they got these yeah, the spears, spears which them reach, plus one initiative. Plus one initiative. <laughs> so he's hitting me before I'm hitting them. They're uh, breaching five plus, I think, on the spears. Uh, something like that. I would have yeah, I think, I think there's something like that. So, again, they're kind of kicking in at AP2. But what I did was I threw my um, HQ and Reaver squad at them because I did outnumber them, but unfortunately that gave Sanguinus even more. Attack. And then we got into this really interesting scenario, which... 
again, if you if you're moaning about somebody falling back from um, a world it player falling back, you're going to have to you know apply my own kind of bit of gamesmanship here, which was I think the sergeant in the in the Dawnbreakers was dead, so the only character he had was was sorry is that Mr B Mr B, Mr. B. I, I, I drop I dropped some clippers. I'll drop kick you out the door. They were just sat, sitting on the edge oh. of a desk. I was trying January, to grab something. Buy okay. some WD-40 for crying out loud. Your chair sounds like the Adams Family House door. Does it? Oh, yes. Anyway. Um, Every time you move, I'm just going to go. Uh, yeah. Listen, Lurch. Shh. Uh, anyway. So the, the falling... The falling star power spear, plus yes. one strength, AP three, rending yeah. five plus. Exactly, rending five plus, fantastic. So anyway, these things are tough, but I have got twenty reavers who have got a lot of wounds. They're two wounds each. Yes, the AP three, so any attacks he gets, they're going to going to do me. But I don't get a huge amount of attacks. The dawnbreakers. Um, but the thing is, I think it killed the sergeant. So the only character was our good friend and colleague Sanguinius, and I've got twenty chosen warriors. So all I did was challenge, just challenge, 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 challenge. He oh, was getting very angry with me. Um, but it was just like, I'm just going to feed these two wound models to your seven attacks, which is going to kill them. And then you're going to add plus five or whatever to the wound total, which I'm then going to ignore because my hair was still alive and fearless. So it was just basically, yeah, I can do this all day to quote Captain America. Uh, you know, you are not going to kill another piece for me just to, to tar pit you, basically, with this. But I haven't had a, I've had another look at challenges today because I, I always seem to feel that I'm either doing it wrong or I'm getting, you know, doing it right. But, the old skin yeah. player in me sounds like you were doing it exactly right. Yeah, so it, it, basically, if there's only one character in there, they can't refuse a challenge. So you couldn't even refuse a challenge with Sanguinius. So, yeah, I think maybe, you know, in his first attack, or I think because he didn't have the sergeant, he had no choice. I was just going to challenge and keep challenging and absorb all those attacks and ignore them because the unit were fearless. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a tactic, definite tactic to stop Sangridius, and it did work. It's an expensive unit to do it with, but it definitely works. So, yeah, but then there's this, I thought, sort of going on one of the rules things, heresy rules and tactics or something. You know, people were saying, oh, well, um, so, you know, Primarchs can allocate wounds outside of the challenge and it doesn't i don't think they can you know i don't think they, they can they can allocate their wounds anywhere they, but i don't think the challenge says that you have to allocate all of your wounds to the models in the challenge yeah so, otherwise that negates the point of it being a challenge yeah so sure. you can't use preferred you know can't use precision strikes or anything to to take those wounds. and unless people have got a better argument than i've seen so far and i'm willing to say i'm wrong but it feels like you can just gimp a um, Primark 400 point model by just throwing chosen warriors at them all day and just letting them munch through there as long as so you're fearless or stubborn. There aren't a huge amount of chosen warrior units to be fair though. No, so that's me building and painting some Vara gear then. Yeah, so chosen warriors. So I think, With a speaker of the dead in to make them fearless. Yeah, crack fearless, on Primark. Basically, you can just keep feeding them. So uh, it says in the, in the Primark bit. Yeah. Any hits inflicted by a Primarch as part of either shooting attacks or in close combat are allocated by a, the Primarch's controlling player and not the controlling player of the target unit. But these, the challenge, these challenge hits rules, should form a separate wound. But the challenge says you can't allocate your hits outside of the challenge. 
the challenge yeah. rule would supersede that snazzy version of precision shots. It should do. It's not precision shots, though. It's, it's the, no, you're you right. No, but it's a, yeah, it's it's a variation it's, on, it's, the, it's on the theme. Rather than rolling like a four-plus precision precision hit, you get it automatically. But I, I think that... I don't know. My I mean, approach is got the bit where it specifies what in close combat. Yeah, but I guess if it said in it's, challenges... Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Which one of those? I'm, I'm, I'm happy either way to be completely truthful because it does feel a bit gamey for me to go. Well, your 400 point model, I'm just going to tie it up with 20 point models for six turns. Doesn't what feel. What do you do with them? Surely you played Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, but it feels a little bit gamey, right? But I guess maybe it's you know one can hope that in the FAQ they'll say, hey, challenges. This is how it works. Just you know, if, if anybody complains, just got at least they're not in a conga line. Yeah, I mean, and that's another thing. I was looking through like the rules and things, and for example, you can't somebody can't be in a challenge if they're not already engaged in combat. So you know this idea of taking a model right at the back of your pack and using him to challenge somebody. You can't do that. They have to already no. be engaged or locked in combat effectively. So you know those kinds of things they've tightened up on, but because I reread them before the before this show, and I was like, I'm just want to make sure I've got this right. But yeah, and I hadn't cheated or anything or inadvertently. Because we don't want to get told off by the rules police again. Do so we? yeah, it may be that somewhere out there there's some clarification that you know Primarchs can in fact allocate wounds outside of combat. But the thing is, if that's the case, then precision shots in the outside of in the people who aren't in the challenge who are allocating, you know, because they will they could then allocate them into the challenge. If you see what I mean. So, for example, again, the Reavers, and maybe that's why they're special, um, super special nonsense reaction to say poor, is because Reavers have got precision shots and precision hits. So if that is the case... What's, and, this, what's precision shot say? What's the wording for precision shot? Let's have a quick one. Okay, I'll let you look at that. But basically, it means you allocate the wounds rather than... It's the same wording as I think for the Primark, except it's the... Well, that's, I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious. It's, a, it's the dice roll, I think. I could be wrong. But yeah, so that was the first kind of slightly weird rules thing. I think I got that right. And I think I just managed to tie up Sanguinius all day, which was quite funny. I still actually lost the game by um, one point, would you believe? Uh, I lost the previous game against the World Eaters by four points because I tried to run my sabre, which goes 36 flat out, because it was that mission where the tanks are scoring or vehicles are scoring. But you managed to shoot it from behind with a land raider which we'll come on to as well but anyway so i lost the precision strikes yeah so wounds from precision strikes are allocated against the model or models of the attacking player's choice in the target unit as long as that model is engaged in combat with the attacking model's unit rather than following the normal normal rules for wound allocation yeah so yeah it's a weird one right so does that mean that i can if, if they can allocate out can you allocate in i just feel it needs a really clear clarification in the FAQ. Yeah. This is how these things work. You know, this is yeah. this is these are the kind of weird scenarios. But anyway, which which, which rule is supersedes the other? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's, does the Primark rule override the challenge rule? The challenge rule overrides the Primark. Anyway, yeah. People people out there may have a better idea. So the other rule that, that was really well, there's two other things that came up. So the other one was um, he was charging with these um, Ravager squad, right? And they were, so imagine my Reaver squad is like halfway up the board. And so some of them are kind of on the board edge, but not my back board edge, if you see what I mean, where I'd fall back to. They're kind of on the side. And he moved towards me 
And I went, okay, well, I'm going to do my movement reaction. I'm going to withdraw four inches, which kind of takes them out of charge range. And he was like, well, you can't, they can't go back. And I'm like, well, yeah, they can go back. They can go back, you know, away. And he's like, no, no, they have to go directly back. And if they go directly back, they're going to hit the board edge. And I'm like, well, you know, surely you, you just go back to be so that you're as far away from the enemy as you possibly can be. I wasn't sure about that one. We had a little bit of a an exchange on that one. Set. So, so run that past me again. So uh, it's probably easier if I, <laughs> I might have to draw this for those of you at home. Um, but he was basically saying, and again, I, I let him do this in the end because it wasn't kind of worth the aggro. But, um, and uh, you know, nobody wants to be that guy. And I wasn't 100% sure that I was right or he was right, to be fair. But so if the unit moves in a particular direction, so let's say I'm trying to think how I can explain this. I may have so falling draw, back. So no, falling back. The withdrawing. idea. This is withdrawing. Sorry. Yeah. The the, the withdrawal reaction. Yeah. He says you have to go directly back, whereas you're you just go away from the unit. Yes. Yeah, so basically, what I'm saying is, does directly back mean you just got to get away from them four inches, or does directly back mean yeah, you have to go? In a straight line from the from the angle that they've moved towards you at, if you see what I mean. A now, I went, on, I went nobody's an idiot. They're not going to walk over and go right. This is a cliff edge. We better fall over here because that's the only way we can get away from the enemy. Yeah, it just seemed a bit weird because I think everything else where it's been like if you're you know you have to be further away from the I think it's to stop you can meandering or moving left or right if you see what I mean so that you don't. You know, so you're moving at a, you know, only going back an inch, really, but you're kind of moving towards another unit or something. So, yeah, I, I wasn't sure about that one. It'd be interesting what people think. Moving I've, each model and unit directly away from the enemy unit by the shortest available path. Yeah, that's what I mean. So getting them. Yeah, it's, it's not. I don't think that's a directly back. I don't I, think I don't that's. Know. I mean, I don't think that's you have to move away to the back end of the board. I think that's just away from the enemy shortest route. I'll um. So for those at home, I'm going to share my screen, but I'll try and put this image in the, the show notes. And then people who are better than me can uh, can can decide, you know, who's right in this scenario. So uh, can you folks see my screen? I sound like I'm at work now. Yeah. I uh, yes, I can. He, he's doing something. in. Oh, my God, Graham, that is so inappropriate. I know, right? So imagine. Change your, change your desktop. I mean, come on. OK, I can't help it. I like I like Henry Carville. Um, so imagine this is a, a your your normal playable area, right? And uh, over the yonder, zone. the danger zone. So I had a load of reavers that were kind of sort of spread out. On a little bases, it would appear you're cheating. Yeah, I know, right? Already cheating. But anyway, I had a load of them, and they were kind of at that angle, okay? Because I was conscious of the fact that I do not want to get charged by world eaters. That was my mantra. And uh, he had some world eaters that were kind of about here and they they were kind of going in that direction okay okay so the argument here was that i went yeah, well i'm going to move these the i'm going to move these back four inches right because that's what withdrawal does and his argument was yeah you can't because directly back means You'd have to go directly back from the way that I'm coming at you, which means no. I think he's. I think no, no. I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, uh, nah, he's wrong. Sorry, he's wrong. It's, it's peculiar wording. Directly back. Maybe there's something in it. I mean, I don't. It doesn't matter either way because they charged and then my reavers munched them, which was rather nice and un unexpected. But um, 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I think I. Sorry. You can't. Uh, there are certain things you like. You can't take leadership tests and damage and reactions and things like that, can you? Yeah, don't you think so. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I know. I think. I would put it in the same category as that. It's not a. Yeah, I don't think you'd move models off the board. No, no, he wasn't saying they should go off the board. He said they just can't go any further. Whereas I nah. would move the whole thing four inches that four way. inches across. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really so think he's mis- back towards my. Table. I really think he's mistaken there. Well, I know, honestly do. They were. They seem pretty. He was pretty. You know, convinced he was Direct right. Me back. Direct. <laughs> There isn't a thing on the board saying this direction is the only. Di- yeah. Anyway, that's the that's that's that was an interesting little rule rule challenge. So anyway, it's not right with what he said. Um, I don't table know. has a bloody hex. Sorry, sorry, that's really annoying me actually. That that that's that, was, that's just I was, a, I was kind of fairly weird, fairly robust in my rebuttal. To be fair, I'm, and, I, I wouldn't I would I would I wouldn't let it stand. I would I would have been like, where's I the he- is there, are there hexes here that show exactly which direction we're supposed fair, to be going? Anyway, and it, it was you know they obviously played that at that club, so I wouldn't have made a difference. I sort of escalated it to the. the oh, one of those things where oh our club plays it this way. Quite possibly, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's that was an interesting one. So be see what people think. I, I could be wrong. The right? number of American football clubs in 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 the world to realise they're playing football wrong. They're holding the ball in the hands for a start. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys. This is a complete tangent, but I don't know if you guys remember when the um you know they they started their football you know the the major league soccer or whatever the hell they you know call it and um they started off with uh, actually counting the uh the 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 clock the wrong way so they were counting down rather than counting up because they thought mm-hmm. it was more exciting and they used to have penalty shootouts if league games That's ended true. in a draw like and then and then the f- actual football fans were like yeah this is rubbish okay so i think i'm still sharing my screen so the next rule question i've got for you lovely lovely folks out there re- revolves around my favorite subject tanks but specifically sponsons Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you look in, and this is a pun on the phrase "revolves around." Oh yeah. So if you look in the in the rule in the Age of Darkness book or whatever, it says that Sponsons, bless them, firing arc is basically on the centre line, right? Yeah. Right. So does that mean that if I have a model, I'll do him in green uh, for those of you Ish. watching in black and white. They're shooting uh, a salamander, right? Yeah, so shooting that salamander, does that mean that this sponsor here with the gun can shoot that model? I would say no, because you'd have it's to just, shoot your own drive. The hull of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the firing arc says center line. Well, it's and wrong. It's, no, but is that, is you that can't where, shoot is that where through. The angle is? Okay, yeah. have a look at the have a look at the thing in the book. Okay, okay. Because I, I, I again, I've been like. I'm not really sure how this works. This is very weird. Are they saying like 40k? They're kind of abstracting that out and going, well, you know, the tank kind of moves uh, around and you, you shoot. I don't them. think you can shoot through your model. I'm almost certain you can't. Well, you, you can't couldn't. stop within an inch of one. You can't shoot a bleeding las cannon well, no. through it. So, because the, the firing arc, if you look yeah. at the firing arcs for the hull, yeah, it shows it's, you where the bits are it, for it. Yeah, but that's different. Firing arcs are for guns that are mounted on the left, right front or rear they're not for sponsors 
but you, yeah, because that's the thing. Because so if you'll have something like on that the, the Kratos, which is front right last cannon, which means it can fire at the front arc and the and the right arc. Yeah. But with um, responses, seems a bit weird. Anyway, for those of you at home, basically what was is like, firing out this quadrant? Imagine you line across the centre of the vehicle from the front yeah. of the rear, as shown in the diagram. Yes. The left hand side of the left hand side. Uh, so. But it doesn't say they can't into the arc in which they are mounted. So, yeah, so what it's saying is the left sponson can only fire into the left firing arc and the right sponson Absolutely. can only fire into the right firing arc. But so my, it can't my, fire out of the... It can't fire. I would but the, say... But the firing arc's done on the, on the centre line. But you've got... I would say you've got 180 degrees from the flat edge of the tank. Well, that's how I've been playing it, but people aren't well, playing it that way. Well, so they're for playing example, it wrong. If you had a, um, so for those of you at home, just to give you an idea, I've drawn a square box or a rectangle, put a sponsor on it, and then I've put a model directly behind the square box, you know, the back end of a Land Raider, for example, which would be clearly obscured by the side sponsors on a LAS cannon. But does the centerline thing mean that anything on the left hand side can be shot by that sponsor? I, I don't, so no, I think that. That all the things so because you've got vehicle firing arcs and weapon mounts firing arcs is a header yeah and then it goes on to say in the sponson section uh the right sponson arc which i would take as being the right and the left arcs i i i think it that makes sense. sense that makes sense to me absolutely one million percent it's just there, it feels like the people there's a bit of a room for uh confusion there because what i've been playing it is that exactly that so basically the firing arc of that sponson is that you know it's basically 180 degrees from the hull so you can so you couldn't shoot the model that was directly behind you because the gun physically doesn't traverse that direction and so that means if something's in front of you like here um so this is something in the similar position but in the front of the tank um you couldn't shoot it with yeah, no. that gun because you, you're you're saying that the, the actual firing arc is directly uh, in parallel with the side of the hull. Anyway, it's probably a question that I might, if I'm feeling brave, I might put onto the heresy rules thing and then watch people argue about it. So there we go, three so, little quandaries. So it's got so weapon mounts. So which is the next bit? Yeah. So you've re- you had the bit about the arcs where they yeah. are. So sponsor mounted is the yeah. next. So sponsor mounted are usually mounted in pairs, one on each side of the vehicle, and fire into the appropriate sponsor's firing arc, either left or right. If yeah, the target of a vehicle shooting attack is within the firing arc for only one pair of sponsor weapons, then out yeah, then out of arc. So yeah, they fire into that arc, which is on that first image. But the spot you you can see where they're coming from. The sponsor arc is it's either left or it's right. It's 180 degrees from the centre line. That's how people are interpreting. Yeah, but that's just so you know what left or right is. That's what I think too. But don't get me wrong, Chris. It's, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with people, you. I'm just kind of dumb, being but, devil's but it's, advocate. But it's, but it's not even a. It's, but it's, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be a thing. It's like it three paragraphs on. It tells you exactly what it does. I'm not sure. All I'm saying, saying is you don't get any of these <laughs> gamey rules issues when you play me. No, that's true, Mr. Meeks. You don't know half of them. 
Um, so, <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just going to. No, no, that's, that's, that's true. That's fair. Which, is, which is still knowing more of them than me, Mr. B, because yeah. I don't know seven eighths right. of them. That's the spray in Messenger. Oh, God. That's the sponsor mounted wording. Yeah, I'm just reading it now, actually. I've got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the thing is, it says within the firing arc, so in the firing arc is on the first image. Hold on. Sponsor. No, no, it's not. It says the sponsor and firing arc. If you look at sponsor, it says specifically the sponsor and firing arc is determined by drawing an imaginary line on the centre of the vehicle. Yeah, so you know which firing arc. No, no, but if you read that, it says sponsor. I usually mount it as the sponsor and firing arc, which is only referenced in the sponsor part. Do you see how people are linking those two things together and going, well, the sponsor and firing arc is all 180 degrees even where the, the gun itself could never actually see physically on the left and the right. It's confusing. It is confusing, right? Either they've abstracted it out and done the 40K thing, you know, where all the guns can fire, doesn't matter what the alignment is, Just which, okay, stupid. but they need to tell us that. Because at the moment, it's like, well, I could be playing it with it just being able to fire along where it can physically shoot to, and other people could be playing it where you get everything Anyway, I'll, we'll put it up there. We'll see what people think. I think it's a it's a question for our times. So, anyway, there we go. That's me, tournament player extraordinaire. Lost two, drew one, but it was nice, nice little club, very friendly people. Um, Even if they were playing rules wrong. Well, I don't know whether they were. I mean, you know, these are they're they're subjective to discussion. I think they're not. And with all of the, you know, a lot of the rules, they're better than they used to be. There's still some grey areas you can drive a bus through, and this is two of them. So anyway, good fun. We'll definitely go back there again. Um, it's, it's a good venue. It's easy to get to for me. It's got parking. Um, and, you know, they were super friendly. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Anyway, nice. I to think you're being overly stuff. generous about grey areas. I think they're, you know, there's ambiguity. Park outside my house. I could literally park outside your house. And, but anyway, there's ambiguity and it's just yeah. been nice to get some clarification. Anyway, I've talked for ages, so I'm really sorry about that, folks. But, you know, I thought okay. it was some useful stuff. All right, so what do we plan on getting next month done, people? Uh, uh, yeah. Paint tanks with airbrush. Paint tanks. Paint aeroplanes with airbrush. Or start preparing painting aeroplanes with airbrush. I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to stop being coy. I've, I've abandoned the plan for <laughs> the Marauder for Golden Demon because it's too big. And I've lost two months and I don't have time. So I've gone from four engines to... One and I am currently um, pimping out a thunderbolt with seat belts. Uh, seat belts aren't on yet, but yeah, it will have seat belts. Crazy. I've, just, I've, I've been drill. I've been drilling out the air brakes as you've been going through your mm. um, uh, your games. <laughs> My saga. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've uh, just uh, been drilling lots of little holes to get the air brakes. Um, drilled and i've been i've found a place that does um bra- circular brass etch for making air brakes for american world war ii hell divers etc um, okay just they just sell it in a sheet so i will see if i can get hold of some of that and uh, make some that's more, the perfect look as well so yeah it's you know make some more um Fancy air brakey type bits and ailerons, and I might um, replace some of the uh, flaps and control surfaces with something a bit more um, artisanal because there's not enough for catcher on this model yet. Clearly not. Clearly not. Doesn't show any. Doesn't show you working. 
very cool. Exactly, I look exactly. very There's much no graph paper it. involved. I was going to say it's only April, so time's a ticking, my good friend. Yeah, and I, tell me about it. I am, <laughs> I am bricking it that I'm not going to have time to do this. But you will, you'll do it. I'll smash it. it. You'll get it done. Get a, get a rattle on. Uh, cool. What about uh, Chris? Any plans? No, we haven't got an no, event, have we? Yeah, I was going to say you haven't got an event to inspire you to, to greater things. Uh, just gonna not bother, basically. I've been <laughs> writing an event. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's been quite nice not sort of not having to not having to do anything. You know, I like this. I like this game. It's just there. But I'll okay. take it and put it down when I want to. Okay. Seems reasonable. Um, cool. What about you, Mr. B? Uh, I'm going to try and get these uh, Templar brethren done. I've got two squads of ten, and they're land raiders because I need to buy another one. So. Okay. And uh, oh, and the and the Kratos. I want to get the Kratos done. That'll look nice in uh, Imperial Fist colours. Uh, I'm going to. As it is, like, as, as I pointed out, you know, I will paint four or five tanks at the time it's going to take Rob to put an airler on. on. Um, but yeah, need to get that done. I did the score, did the um, saber when we first wrote these notes. One thing I was thinking of doing, I'm getting a bit bored of doing the same six missions. Uh, as you can tell, I play quite a lot, so I think I might I might start to put together the, the book of war. Um, maybe take some of the missions we did from Cumber Legends last year. Maybe go back yeah. through some of the ones that we've done in previous years and uh, give them a spruce up and a dust down and see if they would convert over to version two. And maybe put them in a PDF and just share them out there and see if people want to add to it. I think that might be quite cool. I think it's time now for some more missions. Um, I know there's the legendary ones, but they were a bit situational. Um, but yeah, just some sort of general missions um, that people might enjoy playing. So yeah, there's enough, there's enough in the catalogue. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot. I mean, I think we started doing bespoke missions probably two events ago, maybe. I think, and we've certainly been writing missions since then. So yeah, there should be enough to sort of put something together. So if anybody's got any favourites or anybody's got any missions for that matter that they've been playing themselves or uh, quite interesting, let us know and maybe we'll put something together and make a nice presentation of it and, and put it out there for people to, to download. And there's, there's the campaign that I've been writing that I need to do some, that I want to do some missions for. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. As well. That I, I don't think actually Chris or, or um, Michael have seen yet, but um, I've, um, I've been, I've been writing a thing. Oh, very good. Uh, I've been writing an event, um, which would be narrative as narrative can be. Because uh, competitive makes your willy fall off. Um, <laughs> and um, as I can attest, mine fell off on the A1. Not a doctor. On, on the yeah, way yeah. back. No, that just, was just, just that, that's just, your age. just just dropped off. Just, just oh. to point out, uh, Edge of Empire does not offer medical advice. No, absolutely not. Um, for Don't obvious reasons. If Henry Cavill wants us to have a look. I'm sure we can have a manage. Um, <laughs> or Tom Hardy, Chris mm-hmm. Hemsworth. Uh, and you know basically um, so yeah very cool I, I think um, I was thinking about maybe doing some uh, you know a one day event at Durham uh, later on in the year maybe if I feel the the need it'd be nice to do something I'm going to do Harrison Bunker again next my, my next life's too my, my life's too simple I know what I'll do I'll put on an event 
yeah basically i need some additional stress and hassle in my life so I'm mm-hmm. yeah. cool good stuff all right excellent all done there we go hi guys chris here i'm here with the warlord titan and her crew of the argent monarch say hello perhaps i'll stand a bit further away next time but anyway we're here because the princeps was a bit sad that the argent monarch looked like every other titan on the field isn't that right so we gave them all the details of battle bling an online web store where you can get all the bits and pieces that you need to make your titans stand out doing alternative weapon options alternative bases heads everything you need to make your titan that little bit different from the one you're about to volcano cannon well someone found it funny so why not visit BattleBling for all of your little updates and little tweaks that you want to make for your Warlord, Reaver or Warhound Titans for Adeptus Titanicus. And that's not all they do, but it's certainly worth checking out. Wouldn't you agree? So just Google BattleBling today and that'll take you to Etsy for all of your bits and pieces. So now it's time to see what the state of the union is i don't know why we call it a union because it's largely broken up into <laughs> factions of, of about 20 and state of disunion maybe that yeah be yeah uh so let's uh get the ball rolling with our first bit of news with graham yes so a bit of a fun article according to mr b from more community which aimed to bust myths about painting uh, Mr. B reckons that Rob may disagree with many of these. Um, and there was another article pa- pa- uh, published later on containing some tips on tackling a new army project. So myth busting, uh, seven, seven, seven myths from the top very quickly. You're never told to start painting, clearly not. You have to be talented to be a good painter, clearly not, because I'm doing it. You have to undercoat your miniatures with, with a spray can. No, clearly I've, not. Clearly not, because I've done that with a brush, no bother. But you do need to undercoat them. Uh, you, if you leave running to paint for too long, you'll start to hear why, Horus, why from your painting deck. Could be, could be. Um, you have to paint the models just like the box art, codex, or battle tome. Again, false. Although in heresy, do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be fair to say that you, you know, you're a brave person if you paint your ultramarines rainbow and say they're ultramarines. Uh, you can only enter painting competitions if you have a good chance of winning. Well, clearly not, um, because, you know, you if you think it's good and good enough, you should put it in there. I and think it's entering sub- the... Uh... Art is subjective. Picasso oh. was crap. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's all very subjective. You're right. And again, you, it shouldn't be about the winning. It's about, you know, getting the feedback and improving and learning from others. Uh, link, licking your brush makes your painting better. I've never licked a brush in my life, if I'm completely Have you careful. not? Have you not? What? No, no, I haven't. No, I have not. Not with, not with paint. I've done it to kind of get the... Tip uh, uh, yes, I've, yeah, I've I, I can imagine it's a, it's a decent proportion of Michael's daily calorific intake. Yeah, I never, I never, I never <laughs> yep, put yep, brushes no, no, in, no. in my mouth. That's what I've got a water thing for. Anyway, that's it. I've got, I've got, one, here oh. at my de- I've got one here at my desk that I just stick in my gob while I'm at work. Uh, top tips for painting a new army? Good luck. Anyway, there we go. Some stuff. 
keep tracking your sub assemblies. I've never, you know, I've only re- recently ever dared go down the sub assembly route. So, yeah, all good. Some reasonable stuff there. Cool. Okay. Next, Mr. V. Uh, yeah. So we got another tank from Games Workshop. We knew this was coming. It's the Typhon Heavy Siege Tank. It's it's coming at some point. So. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Completely. Yeah, yeah. So it's just all oh, different Spartan, isn't it? But it's gonna, I mean, you can have Volkite this time instead of uh, last cannons and heavy altars. Yeah, you know. but I mean, this has been absolutely gutted, hasn't it? I mean, the, the Typhon it's, used to be terrifying, and now it's, it's comedic. Nothing. This is the poster boy for what was once good. Is yeah. Trash. So, yeah. well, not trash, but not as good anyway. I mean, if you saw it's one on the you would you wouldn't wrap that an island down. This is this is like the Beatles going to headline Haven Parks at Primrose Valley in Filey for, the, only, for yeah. the fall of the great. The only thing I would say about it is that uh, brutal four, pretty good against dreadnoughts. You know, but again, you're only going to get one hit on a dreadnought, large with a large blast five because you're not going to be putting your dreadnoughts right next to each other. Um, rending four plus, so you're going to need to hope that that one wound that you do with that big blast does rending, and then brutal four after that. So, yeah, 24-inch range, strength 12, so, yeah, pretty good to sort of blast your way through stuff. AP3, so, and again, rending four plus does mean that you could get an AP2 hot hit against the tank, but bear in mind, rending doesn't add anything to the damage table. So... Mm-hmm. But whereas previously, 48-inch range, if you stayed still, strength 10, AP2, massive blast, I want to say. Yeah, 7-inch blast. Yeah, no cover save. Um, Primary weapon one, wasn't it? The glory days. Still a nice model. It isn't a bad model at all. Again, maybe because it's not quite so terrifying, there won't be the eye rolling when it rocks up anymore. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I think so. Do you think they're going to do your your tank, Chris? The um, neutron yeah. blaster thing in me, whatnot. So well, no, because it's yeah. I think they will. They will yeah. do it at some point. I mean, simply because then they can stop making. Get sudden lot more, not a lot more useful of a sudden. I don't think it's all. <laughs> I, 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 quick look at that one. Yeah, I'll go have a look at that while Michael uh, goes on to the next one. I, I think they will. No, it'll be, uh, oh, Chris sorry, the next Rob, one. Rob's the next one. Sorry. Oh yeah, Rob. But uh, I yeah. think they will yeah. make this, the, this that, that eventually, simply because then they can stop making uh, resin Spartan chassis. Makes sense. Yeah. So, um, it, I mean, the Spartan hasn't. The um, Typhon hasn't come out yet. So you never know. It might be like surprise. There's a Cerberus gun on the same sprue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, mm. they would, they would mark it separately, <laughs> like they do. Yeah, everything. Neutron laser battery. Let's have a quick, let's have a quick diversion down um, Rule Street, and uh, have a quick look at the neutron, whatever it is, laser battery. Uh, where the hell is it? Uh, carry on. And I'll uh, I'll look it up. So moving on, obviously, um, it, it was it oh, was like <laughs> oh you got it oh yeah cool you go right. yeah all right seventy two inches strength ten AP one ordnance four concussive three feedback shock pulse and gets hot so actually it's pretty good that's pretty now, good it's much better than it used to be yeah unless that feedback three is that thing where if you don't no no it's it. feedback feedback so feedback and shock pulse they're two separate things okay sorry yeah beg your pardon. All right, cool. So shot pulse, I think, makes things snap fire, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. 
That's, actually, that sounds like it's actually kind of useful. Actually may come down from the loft. Yeah, <laughs> First time in six years. God, it'll be like bleak, it'll be like something it'll be like the uh, the Shawshank Redemption. You know, it'll yeah. be the tank will be like, Yes, I've escaped. Blow the, blow the, blow the dust off of it. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> Andy Duprain, the the uh, the, yeah. the server so tank. <laughs> I call it, I'll just put ADP on the side. Yeah, that's what you need yeah. to do. Yeah, or, or or if you're being really esoteric, you could put Brooks was here on the underneath. <laughs> yeah. Has it got an underneath or is there a bit missing? Oh, here we go. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's there. It's a proper <laughs> made kit, that's why. Right, yeah, it's, it's not, <laughs> proper, a, not, proper, not proper prison proper, kit. Not, not, not a, a half-baked I mean, kit that they've forgotten a big chunk in. Right, okay. Like, like um, so, anyway, um, it was like a thousand, it was like a million voices uh, cried out at once and then were suddenly silenced uh, mm. when it was announced that uh, Amazon were obviously developing the 40k series with uh, with lo- uh, our Lord and Saviour Henry Cavill <laughs> uh, yeah. set set to produce and star. Now immediately anybody with any sense said that they should do Eisenhorn because it takes marines out of the equation and because marines would be very hard not to become a a parody or b a alt-right yeah poster fan- boy thing. poster boy fantasy um whereas eisenhorn you know has the correct approach to those kind of people where he says he will throw them out of the window and he won't open it first mm. uh, what you do is you get the you, you get the space marines and what they'll do is they'll basically be thunderhawked into various different situations and save small villages and things like that and then they'll help children like learn yeah. ways of the uh, will, will they have, will, 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 like, will they have silver okay. i was thinking they were going to have like silver ak-47s and never actually hit anybody and, and like jerry rig could do demolisher cannons that fired cabbages or <laughs> groxes or something well they're not too far from that anyway with the with the demolisher cannon these days to be honest with you, wouldn't, so. wouldn't rogue um space marines just be chaos space marines no can you have no because oh, no, no, red red court you've got you have yeah, the, red the original red corsairs and if you go back to rogue trader there were rogue marines who just decided they didn't want to be marines anymore and yeah. just you know back when marines used to retire, i know i was get, uh, i was, get I was with the, trolling oh, you, get course. with the program michael trollster get Legend. back get mr. you back under your bridge you yeah mr b troll. return back to the to troll shore in, in middle earth yes get and back to get back to arcadia and see what and have a word with blinkers and see what he has to say about your disgraceful yeah. behavior go on then who's next out of the bag That'd be Chris. Chris. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, Marvelling at the feedback, by the way. If a weapon with this special rule fails its arm penetration while against target with the armor value or fails to wound, uh, does not count for it. Roll a d6. If the result is one, the attacking model does lose one whole point or wound. I mean, it's strength 10, so it's going it to take a lot for it to. I was going to say, but yeah, so that's that's the downside of that thing. Ordnance Force is pretty it... saucy, then. So it's going to glance, isn't it? So on a four plus. On, on a four plus, plus, yeah. And it's ordinance, so you roll two dice to pick the highest still. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's much better. It, used to be. it is infinitely better. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Annie, I need the loft key. <laughs> yes. Okay. Unleash the beast. I mean, it's time. Uh, was it brutal? I think as well, it, wasn't may it? Have, uh, it may be being used to plug a hole. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, 
friends at War Games Atlantic, friends, loose associates, occasional lovers, however you want to describe them, yeah. uh, have moved into the digital era with the new set, the Death Fields Arsenals. Sorry, hang on, I want to make sure I pronounce that correctly. <laughs> Death Fields Arena Security. Okay. Uh, man, yeah. thing on the internet, always a winning uh, thing. Yeah, on S- S- STLs, yes. um, small pictures. Um, like. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sold on the faces. They uh, look like alien colonial marines. They do look a bit with uh, with bigger cuirasses on. The guns are yeah. very alien colonial marines. Yeah. Okay. Which I can understand. You know? I just arena security. Anyway, yeah, a little get, dabble. I, I get that. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like if Looney Tunes did the Wagner Group. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a what a, yeah. what a show that would be. I was going to say that, that that went a bit dark. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> we can still see what you're looking at, by the way, Graham. Can you? That's interesting. Yeah, still, having yeah. having yeah, a little to... giggle at the uh, the next thing that's going to come up, and I, I, I kind of made myself that's the same laugh. Face. Well, it's not quite the same face. We'll come on to it in a minute. I think that's a that's a man who isn't pitching. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> uh, wrong legion. Family show. Family show. Family show. <laughs> wrong legion. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apologies in advance. <laughs> One good. Okay, go on then. Who's doing uh, this? Is oh, it's actually me. It's actually me. It's so, actually you, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I can't stop laughing now. Um, He's tickled more, himself. With more that. I have. That's terrible. You're laughing at your own joke. Uh, more heads and shoulder pads. This time, they've missed the mark once again with the world bearers. So, we've got some weird eye business on the go again. And yeah. I think they kind of, it's just like, how do we make this look slightly different to all the other stuff and then kind of fail a little bit? I'm not sure that they look radically different from the normal Mark VI, that they've got some eye business on the go. If Mr. B? Those against the Blood Angels and the Thousand Suns. Bloody tiaras on them again is what they have, they've got. They're, they're okay. I like no, the nose. No, they're not. Michael, shut like, up saying they're okay and have a proper I like, I like the noses, but the actual above that, the, the cap or whatever with the tiara, not so keen. Yeah, the snozzers look all right, don't they? They're kind of like a beakiness. Yeah. The, um, the, the, the snobs with the different warp patterns. However, if they'd made them all look like demon face bloke, we would be everybody would be like, well, well, he looks not 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 receiving wide receiver. <laughs> the other guy, you know, with the horns on. I think he looks great. That yeah, one. Yeah, because that's the chapter yeah, that's symbol. The one. That's, one the, that, that's the legion symbol turned into a. The hell, that's the, that's Why, the that would have been superb if they'd done you know ten of them or nine of them and, and the, I mean it's a bit it's a bit green goblin you'd expect to lift that off and see Willem Dafoe underneath you know but they would look they look great I mean that's really? a really great head I think and yeah and, shame and, they didn't and, and, the, and the other the other bare head is Willem Dafoe when Madonna's got the cheese grater out yeah I think that's probably <laughs> yeah that, he's a man in pain something something's not right there. Proctologist. I'm just going um, to raise a point here. They're not necessarily tiaras, just to be, you know. That's true. You are quite right. They're, 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 yeah, they're more, they're, sorry, it's more of a there circlet. Are, there, there are other items. Circlet. Yeah, circlet diadems. Yeah, circlet's There's a better, few things yeah. they could be. Yeah, that's fair enough. But anyway, yeah, one of those guys, the, the, the baldy, baldy man, is is in, in deepest agony. 
uh, it feels like. And again, that's where we're at. The shoulder pads are those actually kind of molded books on their shoulders. Yeah. And that's a, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not so keen on them. What? Because th- no. What so, so, what? so you don't like the decent bit, and you like the biff bit. No, like I don't biff. like the shoulder pads because because at this point they would have the demon uh, the demon face uh, as their chapter symbol. Okay. Why at I this suppose they've got to be backwardly compatible. Mark Six was in production before the outbreak of oh, the heresy. There you go. Oh, I suppose so. I, I suppose I'll tell so. You what, I, what I would like to see. Did someone do all of those uh, sort of scratches and scars, although they're not, those ritual marks with yeah. like a glowing effect going through them? Oh, yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, like sort of backlit almost. Yeah, that would look yeah. great. There was, yeah, there was a guy, do you remember the old um, Metal Thousand Sun models when, that they first did for 40k? No. Yes. Um, talking like 20 years ago, there was a guy who got some of them, the metal ones, hollowed them out with a Dremel and put LEDs oh, in the bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were actually light shining from the crack oh, of every nice. single piece of armor, jointed them together with transparent um, perspex. So that, like there was there was light coming out of each joint and out of all the runes on them. Uh, apparently it took him like two months for each Marine and he did like a five man squad and then gave up. I'm not surprised. Yeah. As, cool, as you would. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even I would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's too, yeah, that too much. Yeah, that's a bit sod, too much. That. You've, you've overcooked the focaccia there, mate. Yeah, very good. Okay, who's next at the bag? Uh, that will be me and not much, but basically the Facebook page for Horus, for uh, Forge World is rebranding as Straight Up Horus Heresy. They've changed the, the, the username, they just haven't changed the screen name yet. That's it. Uh, but uh, basically, um, a lot of people were like, are you not going to do 40K stuff anymore? And it was like, well, no, there's a 40K page. This is just heresy now. Yeah, but everybody will see something come out for heresy and go, when the 40K rules come in? Because, you know, we, we can't think, have nice things to ourselves. I think that's kind oh, of the other day that I saw that? part of the reason. Oh, there was a thing on Garrow. Someone was like, oh, do you think they'll do 40K rules for this? I was like, no, why would they? No, he's yeah. dead. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler? No, no, I think it was... No, as in, by by the setting of the fault, by, by the time of the Cicatrix Maledictum, I'm pretty sure that Nathaniel Garrow is dead. 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 No, 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 um, Garrow is a Facebook page. Facebook. Garrow is a the, the kind of guy who does all the sort of pre pre oh, the, news. The, the guy who buys yeah. more stuff from Games Workshop than Michael, even. <laughs> Mate, I don't think he does. I think he buys yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think he buys it. I think he just sort of like talks about, talks it. about it. Yeah, I agree with Michael on this I one. I think it was the jet bikes. I think people were going, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, yeah. the plastic jet bikes. <laughs> like, no, why would they? To be fair, they're cool models, so you know I don't blame them for wanting them. Just come play Heresy, mates. Yeah, but you know they well or not depends on how much of a git you are. Um... <laughs> Look, if they want the jet bikes because they're cool models, they're probably not going to be terrible people uh, in that respect. I hope. Okay. Anyway, there, there's a sentence that's going to come back and bite you. <laughs> oh, no doubt, no doubt. All right, cool. It's that, it's that positivity of the human race. Tripping you I, up again, Michael. I like Mr. B's positivity on life. Well, yeah, I, I, I find it alien, but anyway. Um, yeah. mm, mm, Go, Rob. Yes, it's me. Yes, Warhammer shared an article previewing what we've got to come in 2023. Shows how long these, um, how long ago these notes were written. And it says, we might be getting plastic jet bikes. We damn well are getting plastic jet bikes. Hells yes. yeah, we are. And mm. other things as well. We've got some, um, there were some other silhouettes. One that looks like a bloody Necron, if you ask me. But um, Oh, we got the other one. That's, uh, yeah, coming up. Exodus. 
Um, no, it's not Exodus. It's it's got like a weird claw arm thing and a oh, no, hairdo. But, yeah, there was uh, the other one, the um, the Exodus okay. character as yeah. well. Oh yeah, Exodus has come out. Obviously, we've got um, the end of the Death Volume One teased, um, but I mean we've known about that for a long time. There's someone definitely with a psychic hood there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm. know that. I'm going to take a stab at possibly Rubio. No, Rubio's out. Is it? Uh, there's a model for him, isn't there? Yeah. But, yeah, but this might be a different one. I don't know. But that that but one the with story the... of Rubio, and he's wearing Mark Six. All right, that one. Well, with the, that one with that, the claw. Um, I have no idea what that is. Um, is. Is Rubio in? Is that a Forge World figure? Yes, a Forge yeah, World yeah, character yeah. series model. Yeah, he's Garrow's mate, basically. Yeah, I, know, I know he is. I was just wondering. Oh, Even God, I know I was, who he is. I was, I was Sorry, just checking because it would involve. He's in a book, so I didn't presume I, that you I, did. I quite like the Garrow books, and I've read them. All right. So okay. I do apologise. That is the one. Not too long, so. They're the, exactly. ex- they're the exception there's that this, proves the rule. There's pictures and he can there's follow pictures. Pictures. Exactly. I knew you were going to say that. Actually, you know what? You might be looking at that figure and his kind of pose and his, um, you know, whatever they used to call the anti-psycho thing on the round the noggins. It does look that's a reasonable thing. I wonder what if it's more of a tech or a, a um, techie thing as opposed to a okay. psychic thing. Just because or what of if it's stuff. what if it's just straight up a, libra- a basic librarian? Yeah, maybe. Or is it entirely? Or is it terrorist? What was that thing they used to... I can't remember what it's called. You you said it a minute ago. Psychic Hood. Psychic Hood, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, thanks, Mr. B. Yeah, very cool. But no, it's yeah. exciting. It's, it's exciting. There's lots coming. Obviously, with it being with it being plastic, we've got a lot more to look forward to. <laughs> that is going to be more affordable for more people. It'll bring more people in. Yeah. Um, you know, just um, nice. You know, Let's hope they're not all. Let's hope they're not like me. Is... No idea. Like, like I don't know what that is because that that looks to me Dark like it, it could stuff. it could be it, it could be dark mech, but we've had no mention of that. It could be a dark um, <gasps> like sort of dark assassin type thing, a little bit like that one from the Nemesis book. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know. It looks like it's got lots of hair that's welded onto its spine. You know, it's like a Calidus after it was famous because kind of yeah mm. it's like you know um could be any number of things um you, know, you never know we might see, we might see something over this weekend from the lvo oh yeah that's true I forgot about that because it's lvo this weekend that we're recording we are a bit late seeing as michael was poisoned last week oh um, that's right because last week only a little was, bit uh, only a little bit your wife poisoned you dude yeah with uh last weekend was heresy davos wasn't it the um the thing in malta whatever it's called yes, uh, SN Power. yes. Heres, Heres oh you mean davos, uh, yeah. gibraltar <laughs> yeah. gibraltar not malta yeah <laughs> oh we're firing at all, at all cylinders today aren't we sorry yeah about that's that. it heresy davos. it's because it's we it's because we haven't been it's because we haven't recorded for a while and the the, the bitchiness has, has stagnated. I know. Oh, we are terrible, terrible, terrible people. Anyway. Speak for yourselves. No, you're right, Mr. B. Nobody can, you know, you are... Yeah, but it's always the quiet Inoffensive. Ones. It's always the quiet ones. It's when we see Mr. B on Crime Stoppers. Yeah. On a rampage. Anyway, Chris. Look, they deserved it. <laughs> Wanted on suspicion of breaking into a fiver that was actually his. Yeah. Uh... 
going beyond the past, we know. Hang on, what is this? What is this nonsense? This, hang on, I'll click on this before I oh, say it. I thought it was go, I was going to launch into the song from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas then. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. I'll sort of let this pass. Going okay. beyond the past that we know in the Cadian Shock Troops kit and upgrade kit, uh, which comes with more options for the models, including a bunch of heads, tank officer, medic, wounded trooper, and map reader is coming as well. So you could probably use maybe three of these things for some sort of. There's a spanner. There's all sorts of And they, they have some female heads. Some ladies, heads, but... some ladies heads, which is nice. And, but the thing is, the problem is you probably, you know, they're like the middle row with the gas masks, right? You'd mm. probably think yeah. you wouldn't just want six of them, would you? No. You know, you'd want your whole well, I don't know what unit them. sizes are in. <clears throat> well, I'm assuming there must be at least, well, they're, they're coming boxes of ten. So they're either I like the guy, I like the axe. The chopper axe thing. The, yeah, axe, cool. the axe is good. I, I like the, the the jerry can one, um, the auto gun one with the um, belt fed magazine, which of course has been. Um, oh, that is cool, yeah. Which of course has gone. They've gone full Vietnam with that paint job because of course it's not a Caucasian guy with the heavy weapon. No, that's right. Um, like that's like every seventies Vietnam film ever. I, I quite like the grave marker. I was thinking that's very cool. Yeah, too. it's very big. It's cool. basically yeah. somebody definitely watched Platoon before they sculpted this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're probably right. Like, anyway, like they totally did. Like even even the guy holding the cigar again. Not that, that that's not not a Caucasian arm holding the cigar. It's like okay, how many yeah, films did you watch? That's Aliens, isn't it? Um, because that's Capone, is it? The sergeant. I'm sure, there's a guy in either Apocalypse Now or or um or Platoon that smokes a cigar as well. I'm sure, sure it's the guy that um Robert Downey Jr. is um sort of channeling in Tropic okay. Thunder. Anyway, female guard eventually. Fantastic. Good to yes. see. Without cool. costing a fortune. Without costing a fortune. Yeah, with, uh, um, without them coming from Australia, you mean. So, yeah, Warhammer Plus subscribers, all three of you, including Mr. B, yeah. uh, are entering into another competition. This time to win an entire set of Citadel tools. So, Mr. B, you keep your subscription going. No way going. to talk about the staff games workshop, is it? Yes, <laughs> Citadel tools. Complete, and com, com, complete set of Citadel tools. You get an invite to the manager's meeting. Oh, hey. Fight the power. I Everything think, I, in did, the current I, think range. I did see apparently they've got a hundred thousand subscribers. I thought they were in all sorts of trouble and hardly anybody was there, but I could be wrong. Uh, anyway, another competition you can win everything you want except spray cans because they probably cost too much to post. So that's pretty cool. I think uh, it's because they've got age restrictions. Okay, they've got age restrictions on the knife and the and the pliers. Master Master Bees Beesness, over to you. Uh, yeah, indeed. Uh, we've got, yeah, more heads and shoulder pads, this time the Alpha Legion. And I think there's just one Legion after that, but I can't remember which one it is. Shock horror. These aren't bad because they yeah, don't look like beaky Marines. Hang on a minute. These are the most beaky. Of, actually, no, these yeah. are duck-built Marines. Is what they're, they're, they're very they beaky, are. Graham. They're very beaky, but right they're, they're, still, they're still good. But they're, right. not, they're not beaky Marines, if you see me, with the big schnozzes. They've got flat no. schnozzes. But you're right. They, they do are. look now. You now now you've said they look like ducks. That That's yellow. all I can say. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, really they really are duck. They marines. really are duck marines. And they do that protrude as well. I thought they were flat. I don't actually see the fact that uh, the yeah, duck no, marines as being a bad thing. Duck marines. Um, some of them look pretty cool, but yeah, now that you've mentioned, I thought they were kind of flat to their faces, like 
but they're not. They're, but they stick out. All of them, apart from those three, are great. Yeah. Even Mr. I'm slightly troubled by the events. He, he, he feels like a, a man who's very disappointed. It's like, I went yeah. to get a milkshake at McDonald's. The machine was broken. That's yeah, that kind of thing. They didn't have, not, they didn't have not, strawberry. No okay. McFlurries. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. The sergeant's yeah. head is what they should have all been like, because that one is flat. Is it? That looks cool. So yeah. there's actually only three duck heads in the, unless those blue yeah. ones are duck heads as well. I think they are. That's, that's three so too many. There are there are there are flat ones that should have all been flat. Oh, sorry. Okay. I, I still quite like I slide them. I, I think the you still they, like them. It's come out of the studio. We've been over this. The fact that they look like ducks, it makes me like them more. Okay, fair enough. Anybody who does anybody who puts a duck army in front of me, I'm refusing to play it. By the way, and I very well might flip it off the table in front there of you. you I don't care how. What's the just out of interest? What's the what's the bill for a set of those? Fourteen <laughs> fifty. <laughs> Yeah, very good. The shoulder pads, later, on the other hand, yeah, I'm here all week. Uh, the shoulder pads, however, they look pretty cool. Nicely yeah. molded. Good I fun. mean, they could have fun feathered times. the edges out of it. Oh, just stop it. Oh, All right. Beautiful. Go on then, Rob. What, what have you got? For, what have you got for us next then? Just very quickly. Why mm-hmm. did the Alpha Legion get on Mark Six looking Mark Six heads? <laughs> and when when the Alpha Legion so should have had the other legions got. Got stupid heads, yeah. yeah. The Alpha Legion, who 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 sort of canonically use make more use of Mark Six than anybody other than the Raven Guard, have yes. non Mark Six helms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so um. No, Imperial Fists are heavy users as well. Well, why did they go to so much trouble to get Cambodias to get so much Mark Four off Mars then? I thought that uh, was Mark Six they were getting. No, it was Mark Four. Ah, oh, was it? Okay. Because Mark okay. IV was uh, technically the best because it was li- as as manoeuvrable as Mark VI, but as durable as Mark III. It was just more difficult to produce, which was Mark VI's thing, that it was durable, but it was easy to produce. Um, but anyway, um, apparently the Black Library open submission is open, and uh, they're looking for stories about Space Marine successor chapters. So nothing for heresy then, because there's no such thing as a chapter. Yeah, but yeah. It means anyone after the If you want to write for heresy, you've got to get in there first, haven't you? Anything after the first founding, so nothing heresy related whatsoever. And I'm not even going to bother reading any of the rest because it's not applicable. Uh, but no, give it a go. Um, have a read if you've got a higher tolerance for it. Than certainly me. not the Her- Horus heresy in big letters. No, certainly is not. Um, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that comes from heresy. Obviously, you've got the sides of the emperor. Um and uh, flesh terrors are probably the two. Flesh terrors are probably the most obvious one, seen as um, Amit's kind of still mooching about on uh, terror. Black, black Templars at the moment, and, and and obviously yeah, the Black Templars. Um, but, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give, you know, it's it's. You can write. Why not? Give if it you a can go. write, give it give it a go. Um, I suppose well, that they do show little, little about lads into the rings. Blue Peter version at the age of six. <laughs> so um, you know. Writing okay. is all, is always a good thing. They do say uh, we're looking. We're not looking. For, oh, not looking for stories about chaos space marines. Okay. I can't help but think that the picture of the guy, like the dark angel that's on it, looks like he's kind of being assaulted by a dental party. 
in the picture. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? Like, right, let's get that filling out. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, and he's like, no, you'll never no, give me any Novocaine. Is that a yeah. Dark Angel? Yes, he's got chains, uh, red chain across the shoulder pad. He's he's got green. He's got checks. There's a wing on his bolter, and yeah, again, bolter's red. Yeah, bolter's red, and this he's got a Dark Angel symbol on his chest, which is a bit of a giveaway. And he's wearing a dress. Apart from that, it could be anybody, Michael. Yeah, apart from that, it could be anything. <laughs> apart from the fact that there's a load of jet bikes behind him, there's a, a, a the, space the, in orbit, yeah, and, and there's a guy the, dressed as a lion running around in the Yeah, background. apart from that, there could be any, any space marine, generic space marine, clearly. Be, but I just thought it was one of the yes. successor chapters, I yes, just couldn't marine. place it. Oh, I see. Successor Dark Angels chapter. Is that what you're coming at? The long blonde at? hair wasn't a giveaway. No. Uh, no definitely... I can see that there's a, there's a standard in the background with the sort of like um, hooded skull helmet thing, and it just seems yeah. familiar from that a set, successor chapter. Yeah, the Dark Angels pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. But Which, now, the Dark you... Angels are all the Legion anyway. They're not yeah. they operate actually. Well, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Folks... You can't not see the dental assistant at work when you look at that picture now that, okay. that, that Rob has pointed out. So if you do get a chance to read the show notes, go to the thing that's the dot those eyes and cross those T's, black library submissions are now open, and you'll see some 40K dental work in action. Can we, not, can we not just nick it and use it as the show artwork? We could, couldn't we? Just crop that out. Do you, do you want me to Photoshop it so they look like dentists? I, I think, I think they already do look like. All you need to do is to take that and put him into a dentist office. I can put him in a dentist chair. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be super. Cool. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try and do that. Um, that is how I picture going to the dentist every time I have to go to the dentist. Yes, that's going to put you off my life. That, that's exactly that, how it is. For me. That that pretty much is how Megan pictures as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, go on. Who's next out of the bag? Chris. It's all on you. Sorry, I was looking up dentist chair images. Yeah. Um, uh, it was quite Alpha a thing. Yes. Okay. Alpha Legion. Uh, Exodus is Exodus now a model. Movement. Pretty cool. Movement on someone, the job people. Someone went, that gun's not big enough. Get me yeah. king size. Get, get, yeah. I, get I, he's a weird unit because he's not. He's a weird unit because he's not a unique character. He is not a unique character. Yeah, you can take multiple of him. He is not a singular character, which is super interesting. Um, I, I've got to be though, I actually don't like him as much as I like the Vigilator um, model, which is the one that I've used for Exodus, but that may just be my own personal bias. I don't know. It's It, it does look, it looks exactly like the picture in their heresy book, so yeah, fair play. <coughs> it might just it's be... It's a, ni- it's it's a nice model. The, um, the gun's cool. The gun is... Well, it's very much a Barrett Light 50. Mm. Um, But it's also, for me, it's very much the the Anvil Industry um, thing. What's it called? Um, There it is. It's hidden behind the dentist picture. Um, Anvil Industry do uh, a a sniper rifle called the... um, a negotiator, I think it is, it's de- which is dis- basically it's not designed to go on a bolt gun at all, apart from the fact that it it is. Yeah. Um, and it's got that um sort of artillery style muzzle brake on the end. Um, so I just looked at that and went, yeah, yeah, someone in the studio had one of them kicking about from Anvil Industry and and sort of like stuck it on a bolter yeah. and 
cast it. Um, the thing that Exodus's rules, the, the gun itself is pretty damn fine, actually. Um, it wants to be, it's bloody big enough. Yeah, 20, range 24, short range, you can put it in short range mode, which is Assault 3, Sunder Pinning, Strength 7, AP2. That'll work. And yeah. bear in mind that he's a shooter, 50 caliber sniper, yeah. on a short range, that's everybody going to be pinned yeah. to the wall. He's, four, uh, yeah, four buildings along. Um, yeah, he's got... Um, yeah, not the wall they would have stood directly in front of, because that's <laughs> no. nothing but plaster yeah. dust. So he's got... Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a super unit, actually. I've, I must have got it from, a, from my um, to-be-created-at-some-point Alpha Legion. Um, but pinning as well, fantastic. AP2, so that's potentially three dead Marines or allocate, mm-hmm. you know, two two AP2 shots against a Centurion, for example, in their history. Um, and then the execution shot, which is 72-inch range, strength 7 AP1 to dodge this. Uh, heavy one sniper under pinning deadly aim and deadly aim basically if you don't move it becomes brutal too so those dreadnoughts that are walking across the board towards you I suppose you can take three turns to kill them though so because they've got too many damn wounds it's an absolutely beautiful model I'd really like to convert one up into just a, a power armoured Praetor mm. just like it, just do like, you know you can take nemesis bolters with your characters um, centurions and the like I didn't know that until I until I did know it, and they've all got relentless as well. So you can basically run around shooting your nemesis bolter while still moving around for lols. It's a rule, of course. I didn't know it, but um, I, I'm, I am now aware of it. Mm. We'll remember it for at least the next five minutes. Next five or ten minutes. Cool stuff. Okay. Uh, Art of War Studios have released a budget version of the Arcs of the Omen style terrain with their boarding party terrain. Or I'll talk about cashing in. Now, this is uh, obviously NDF, um, pretty much 70 quid. Looks like you get a fair chunk of business with it. I don't know if you get the, the map with it, it's just the, the walls and that. I think you just get the walls. <coughs> okay. 50, 56 columns. Hang on. No, I wouldn't like 10% off a of first order. I'd like to finish reading what I was reading. Thank you. Yeah, I pop ups. Fifty six columns, each with four separate wall connection points, twenty-four walls with working doors, twenty-four solid walls, ten obstacles. These are not included in similar plastic sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gallo Dark set, Kill Team compatible, includes twenty-eight columns, four separate wall connection points, twelve walls, twelve solid walls, five obstacles. Okay. Cool. And whoa, it's popular. It's selling twice as fast as I can produce it. Nice. Uh, I mean, you can get that sort of like a half version for 38 quid. Pretty good. That's yeah. pretty nifty. And to be honest, it's walls. So the the kind of difference in detail you can get with laser etching is less, less yeah. of an issue. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I think I'd probably go down that route myself looking at that. I don't know. I, can't, I, I quite like the idea of the plastic. Just put it together. It's all done, dusted, no yeah, worries. But you, yeah, but you could yeah. mag- you could magnetise that as well. Mm, true enough. Anyway, pretty cool. Pretty. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Good oh. find, Mister B. I fa- you found some terrain that I'm a fan of. Good, good. Okay, Uh, we got the last exemplary battle of the uh, Astartes. The rest are going to be focusing on um, demons, uh, 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 cultists, uh, uh, militia. Oh, was it? What did it say? Everything else. Yeah, everything else. Basically, everything else. Demons of the Ruined Storm to cultists of the Primordial uh, Annihilator. Uh, So we've got that to come now. As for the units, we get Morlock Terminators. Which are so, amazing. You're which wrong. Are, which you um, are very wrong. Blood Angels get Offenham Court. 
They were awesome. Okay, the Morlock are basically uh, uh, right. So unique. So they are basic command squad with battle hardened and are limited in their ranged weapons to combi vaulters, volkite chargers, or graviton guns. You make that sound like a bad thing. The option for the sergeant to take a volkite culvert, which is interesting. If Ferris is the uh, with the army, they get chosen warriors. uh, But if not, they have hatred America's. Uh, Emperor's children. So that bit I was saying is a bit situational, but actually for a command squad with battle hardened, I think that's pretty cool. And they don't have to pay for the standard, which you do have to if you're a normal command squad. Yeah. I, I, and I think, yeah, I nobody think, is. Very few things are battle hardened in this game. Yeah, I actually think that the actual unit's not bad. It's just the, the last bit, the the hatred Emperor's yeah, children. I mean, if you took that away, they would, they, would, they, would, they would still oh, be yeah, awesome. they're still awesome. I mean, Off, graviton yeah, guns. Uh, being haywire in volume haywire, which is very hard to come by, which is very much a specific thing for um, Iron Hands. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because we, we you put them up there and said these are situational, and then somebody said no, they're fantastic, and it's like, well, why are they fantastic? You know, you can't just say no, they're fantastic, and they eventually explain which was it's battle hardened. Battle hardened. Battle hardened. Free, um, free upgrade for the banner. Volkite. No. The Volcan's Gravi- free as well, but the oh, Graviton right, is five Graviton, points. Graviton for five points is now super useful. Um, you know, for, for Dreadnought charges, you you overwatch with those, you can cause it all sorts of bother. And yeah, I think the Hatred of Emperor's Children is meh. Um, Chosen Warriors with Ferris is there. But yeah, I think um, I think they're, yeah, and like Chris says, they are actually Iron Hands. So they're, oh, Iron Hands, so they're minus, minus one. Minus one to shooting attacks against yeah. them in terms uh, of toughness. The Offenum you need strength 10 to double them out. Just yeah. The Offenum Core, yeah. pretty good no, as well. Strength, strength more. You could, actually, sorry. Well, because if you shoot them with the strength 10 weapon, it becomes strength 9, and they're battle hardened 1. Ah. Which means you need strength 10, or strength 11, actually. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you okay. can't double them out that way. Okay, right. The Offenum Core, I think, are also fairly cool. Uh, they are, um, they're, again, a command squad. Combat shields, blade of judgment. Now these are awesome. Two-handed, strength plus two, AP free, rending six plus with murderous strike six plus. But when fighting other Astartes, they re-roll wound rolls and get plus one to initiative with rending four plus. When involved yeah. in a challenge. Oh, oh just sorry. Challenge. When involved in a it's challenge. Just, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. When in, sorry, I apologies. So yeah, that's they'd, a big difference. They'd, they'd sort out Graham's reavers. So uh, they. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah. They are pretty... The problem is there's only six in it. You, you can only have five in a unit. They okay. won't sort out Graham's Reavers. <laughs> uh, they yes. are... The other issue is... That's what they are. Yeah, the other, in, the other uh, issue I see with them is that they can't take a dedicated transport. Um, no, they can take jump packs. They can take jump packs. Which so they can deep you strike. You, strike them. Yeah. you have to put them on a jump pack. That, that, um, that's... Pretty much the only way you can take them. So I don't know why they just didn't or include junk packs in the cost. Land Raider, or you put them in. You yeah, take them as a, but then you've got you to buy them as a retinue. So you know, yeah, yeah, but most of our retinues get a uh, transport choice. No, they don't. Um, most of them do. Most of them do. Actually, I was thinking of saying just Aaron don't, but they do. They can take a um, normal Land Raider. And um, here's the thing, though, with rending six plus, that is a little bit of a downside because. With a two-handed weapon, you get one less attack. And for rending to work, really, 
you need a lot of attachments, particularly if it's like sixes. They've got two each. They've got three each on the profile. I have that. Well, that's not too bad. So three yeah. so fours for charging. So that's okay then. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Four attacks. Four attacks each. Um, yeah. If they're charging, three if they're not. Yeah. They, I think they're really tasty. Not bad for an army that's already got quite some pretty pretty good units. That's that's another one. That's What's the thing. Are, are they, 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 are they, they better than Dawnbreakers? Uh, no. Do- well. They're probably two, about two plus armor, two wounds. Or different, they're, just, they're a yeah, different job. Plus, they, they, do a, they do a different job, is what I would say. Um, they are pretty much the same. The AP is about the same. The, weapon, the damage output is about the same. Uh, the only advantage. Actually, yeah, they're probably about the same, all told. Dawnbreakers have got a slight advantage insofar as when they deep strike, they can do a thing. Yeah. But their weapons, they've got a slightly better strength. So but you can have more Dawnbreakers. Six to one, half dozen. The other, there isn't like a definite one. Okay, better, cool. Yeah, because I mean, there'd be strength six, AP three, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Whereas strength five, re- rending five plus with the other ones. But the plus one initiative is the big thing for the Dawnbreakers. It means yeah. you're killing yeah. before you get killed, which is huge. Cool. But Robster. Yes, sorry, I'm a bit slow on the thing after the argument of the other thing. Uh, so, yes, Warhammer World have uh, entered the modern age, apparently, uh, and installed two 22 kilowatt EV charging points. It's operated by Podpoint, 40 pence per kilowatt hour. Not this, bad. This, Handy this, this for... is an oddly specific thing to Michael that is in this. Yeah, this is basically. There are more than me that drives an electric. There's more than me in the world that has an electric car. Fifty 50% of Michael's Twitter content is him complaining at places about uh, electric parking. Or is electric that right? Charges. I'm not. I don't follow. I'm going to have Twitter, so I don't, I'm. I'm in, uh, in 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 Hartlepool, we have like two working charging points, and everything. In Hartlepool, else. you've got like two working people. <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is grim, like. I mean, I can't, Rob, did I you apply for that job at the Hartlepool Tour? Hartlepool Tour. Did, 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 did you get a second interview? Just that no, no, I didn't. No. Uh, Again, to be fair, we, need to, imagine why. we do need to point out that there was a murder literally outside my door. Exactly. It's, and I live I live in Castleford, and even I laugh at how crap Hartlepool is. Castleford is pretty... It's it's nice where you are, though. Any, anybody who's ever watched A Touch of Frost, it was filmed in Cass because they didn't need to do out to make it look grim. Yeah, okay. Anyway, before we... Yeah, we my bit's on, all right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm technically in Townville. Ah, oh, very good. Okay, uh, so... Is that like technically Gosforth as a separate town? It's a yeah. bit like I'm actually, I'm, you know, if, if, I, if, I, if I shout, if I, if I talk above a whisper, basically the people in Airedale uh, will hear me and... Airedale is. Is that where you know, the terriers come from? Uh, no, apparently, apparently not. That's that's from more up near Keithley kind of way. Um, but um, yeah, um, Airedale's a bit paddle faster. I can hear banjos. Okay. And the banjos were probably well, the banjos will have been stolen. <laughs> Sounds lovely. Okay, uh, Chris. Uh, do do do. After their successful launch last year, the Duncan Rose Tooth and Coats range is expanding with a second wave of 60 more colours, including glazes. The Kickstarter launched at some point in the past. Um, yesterday. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was actually yesterday or if it was 
yesterday. <coughs> it's me. Uh, they made three hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred nine pounds have been been most three hundred ninety-three thousand seven hundred yeah. and eight of that is Mr. B because it's that's true. No, I've so, not backed. I've not backed. He loves a Kickstarter, doesn't he? I do, but I haven't backed these. I haven't actually backed a Kickstarter um, this in, week. Just when, in the last I'm, twenty minutes. I'm going to be I'm going to be controversial here. A couple of years. Surely we've got enough paints by now. You think? Yeah. Right? Surely all the shades that can ever be shaded have been that shaded. anyone's ever going to want have been done. Well, and Scale Seventy Five announced something just today that is. Oh, going I didn't on, see that. That is going on Kickstarter, but they said it, it's going to be. It's got the new drop paints. Apparently, they're airbrush paints and will revolutionise airbrush painting. Apparently, now that's 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 um, a bold statement, but they've got. Um, they've got a track record of delivering stuff. So yeah, they've got Ban and Banshee Alfonso Heraldes is their creative head now and he's got a serious reputation that he won't want to get ruined so um i'm quite interested by that but i mean skill 75 paints are already amazing for airbrushing so you know unless they've managed to you know yeah because that's one of the great things about their paints you can use them for both quite easily you can I use find. them for both without faffing about without faffage, you know, yeah tammy is a beautiful for airbrushing but you try and use them oh, with a brush horrible. And bloody awful yeah. I, I think the thing is that a lot of people will uh, it seems like these days a lot of people will just buy any paint range if it's not citadel which is weird well, well, no, not when you look at the top, not, not, no, not when I mean, you look at the pots that they're in. It's no, entirely no, what sensible. I mean by, what I what I mean by weird is just the the whole um, oh so everything Citadel is completely rubbish, and I'll buy absolutely anything else regardless of whether it's any good yeah, or it's not. Because people love to hate GW. You're about the only person in the world that likes them. Hey, look, they could be wizards. That's true. Well, well yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I I think you're right. I think you know I don't know about you guys. I genuinely find using dropper bottles so much easier than getting oh, they're, they're getting just better out. they're just better End no i story. agree i agree dropper I, bottles are much easier I think i'd love my tamias to come in dropper bottles but the glass jars aren't so bad gw it, it's almost like those the bottles that citadel use have been deliberately designed to be crap yeah anyway i don't know uh, do you remember uh what's his name caleb uh airbrush guy from america i think he did yeah. he did a bunch of videos with them. ck studios yeah i spoke to him probably early on in the pandemic we were in a hobby hangout together and someone literally did ask you know why did you you know endorse citadel paints when the pots are rubbish and he actually was speaking about how you know when he was at gw he was complaining about the same thing they were like They've apparently done all this research into uh, uh, making the paint pots better. And it's like, and he's like, yeah, it actually does kind of work. And I'm like, really? Does it? He's like, how, how is the like, how is the like four seals in here? I can't see it. but Yeah. And, and what, why are no other paint company in the world using them? I think that's marketing talk for, yeah, we can't be bothered. And we've got a contract with the people that produce these bottles and we've ordered a billion over them, of them over the next 10 years. And we can't afford to get out of that contract. To, to be honest, the main reason I use Citadel. To be honest, the main reason I use Citadel is because it's easy to get hold of. Oh, I've not got a problem with the paint themselves, other than ceramite white, which can just get in the bin. They haven't made ceramite Liberate, white for years. Liberator gold, liberator oh, gold can just do one. The moment you open it, that pot is ruined. It's like opening Tutankhamun's bloody tomb. 
That's why I. That's why I put the in paper, the paper two. Separates like that. That's why yeah, I have right. two. Um, what's the word? Um, agitator balls in in the pot and uh, use a vortex mixer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, uh, very two agitator balls. That's why he's always moving about on his chair. He's got his agitator <laughs> balls in his vortex mixer. It's, it's oh, clearly, clearly that order from Love Love Honey got mixed up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the paint well, happiness ooh, people. Not, yeah. Not sure where to go with that. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, am I gonna have to explain agitator? Did so you go in no, and ask no, for them specifically don't. in the shop? Excuse me, sir. Can I have uh can I have some agitator balls could some, to go can with I have my things to agitate my balls, please? <laughs> I ordered them off. Uh, have you never seen uh, do you not understand that the, 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 the agitator yes, balls? Of course we do. Yeah, we just call them ball bearings. There is nothing it's... funnier than the phrase yes. agitator. I chuck two agitator balls in. Yeah. It's <laughs> a sentence that cannot be enjoyed forever. Exactly. Uh... It's purely for comedic value. Especially, com- especially combined with Vortex Mixer. Yes. Put your agitator balls in the Vortex Mixer. What? <laughs> sounds like something Victoria Wood sang about, doesn't she? Oh, anyway, cool. Anyway, moving swiftly on from Mr. Bees. Bees and balls. agitated fleas have um, agitated yes. balls and Vortex Mixers. Good stuff. Uh, as Rob would put it, the entire Harris community was fairly, ter- oh, I hate this word, fairly turgid. Last Thursday, allegedly, <laughs> horrible word, as uh, they unleashed into the world the uh, previously kind of hinted at plastic jet bikes. So jet bikes were an investment of ma- massive magnitude previously. I mean, three of them would cost you hundred quid, I think. Something crazy. Anyway, yeah. now they're going to be coming in plastic, so they can come relatively cheap. Uh, so expect to see massive armies of white scars, dark angels, Anything else, really, because you can all use them, as they pointed out quite vociferously in the article. Like, yes, armed warriors can use these if you if they want. Um, but yes, I I think that's a good thing. They're not as good as they used to be. I mean, they used to be in version one. They were, you know, if you saw an army of these, it's like head rolling time or eye rolling time because they used to be two plus armor saves, five plus toughness. Not anymore. They're just three plus armor saves with four plus toughness. So, yeah, good to see them. Be interested to see how they fit in the bigger plastic world and lots of them. Yeah, it's not worth burgling Pete Reese's house anymore. No. So I, 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 think, I think from the look of this, yeah, Dottie's having a go, isn't she? I think from the look of this, it looks like they're going to come in a pack of three. Uh, makes sense. They were, in a, they were in a pack of three as, um, when you buy them from Forge World. They were a set of three, weren't they? So. Uh, yeah, they sold them individually as well. So. Yeah. Um, I'm... Yeah, I like them. I, I just, I kind of wish they still were in Mark Four armor, but I guess you know, Mark Six is Mark Six is the thing. They're the poster boys. They are, but yeah, yeah. They've, got, they've done the plastic work on it, so it just makes sense for them. It's just easy, easier for them to. But they've done the same on Mark Four and Three, so they have I wouldn't. Put... Uh, well, I suppose they could have. They could like. We've got to remember with GW as well that tooling costs are effectively zero because with the money they made from Lord of the Rings, they bought in-house um, machinery for cutting steel injection molding um, jigs, which is the big cost within of injection molding. Is it generally, you know, 
last last I checked, which admittedly was just over ten years ago, it was about potentially a hundred thousand pounds per sprue to have the mold cut. And it's a, they can do it a lot cheaper now because you can do aluminium as well. Well, yeah, uh, newer but, plastic, newer equipment like the thing with aluminium though it only lasts half as long. Yeah, uh, but, but GW have the facility to create their own um, metal molds yeah. in-house rather than paying a third party to do it. So their in-house tooling costs are, well, they need to be making molds to make it worth them having an in-house tooling department, basically. So they should be doing different armor marks and all sorts of stuff for everything because it's not complicated for them to make the make the molds. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's uh, no. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, metal, uh, not metal, uh, jet bikes uh, in plastic. Uh, I'm I'm hoping they're not going to be terribly expensive. Uh, what do you reckon? Same price as a Land Rider? Because it's harder to explain to the girls what you spent your pocket money on. Well, it's easier with a Land Rider because it's like, yeah, this is a big, big chunky tank, but three jet bikes might be like. Mm. Um, Just make sure you've got the dishwasher stacked and the oven cleaned and. I, I did, yeah, I did do the dishes before I all, came up. All, all the other jobs that you get left left with and your brownie points. Nothing earns more brownie points than cleaning the hob. Trust me. That, our new hob is really easy to clean. It's like a flat electric glass thing. Oh, there you go. Well, it should be absolutely spotless every day then. It is pretty much. Um, come, come for the heresy, stay for the hob advice. Okay, right. Okay, so my turn, I guess, now, because Graham's off uh, to give Dottie a, a toilet trip, I guess. I'm guessing so. He's not replying, so he must have disappeared. Somebody, yeah. yeah. Aeon's the barker. It's rarely this time of day. I don't know. It could be uh, It could be Enzo. He looks like he's going to have a, 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 a very... He looks like he's going to be a loud dog. Well, Enzo, he's about two... He's about... Yeah, exactly. Two yeah. centimeters so tall, any? My 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 mom, my the three canines in that building. There's uh yeah, there's there's one one now boy. My small man syndrome. My mother had a um oh, a miniature pincer. You know, it's a little Doberman that literally sits in the palm of your hand. And honestly, that little could bark like there was. You could bark like a full size Doberman. Yeah, small man syndrome. Yeah, so, you know, Enzo, I, I wouldn't surprise me if he's a big marker. Anyway, Las Vegas opening is happening. With that comes a Warhammer preview. The the, the Horus Heresy is in it. Um, there, were, there, were, there was a thing on Twitter yesterday, picture on Twitter, and they were like, uh, it, it had sort of like the, a yellow square and purple armor with three on it. So, you know, Empress Children, maybe? Summit? Yeah, it could be. Um... Could be. Team and Prince Fulgrim, yeah. Yeah, Fulgrim ascended, if we've got Horus ascended. Or just some characters. Um, whatever, could be anything. Uh, we don't know. Uh, but we'll find out. And if it's really substantial, I'll grab one of the guys and I'll record a little thing. Plastic uh, to coffin. Them. I don't think any of that will be plastic. But, yeah, no, it'll be good to see. It's good to see Heresy back in the main mix again. Because there aren't any plastic special units, are there? No, no uh, and I doubt there will be. Yeah, no, they, they said they said early doors that um, all the specialist units would play. I don't think they specifically said that, but it was sort of um, you know the usual I'm sources. Happy to prove it. I'm oh, well, they, prove did they it actually? No, did they actually yeah, say that? I'm no, that's fine. Say I'm pretty sure they did. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I saw. I thought it was. 
All the generic stuff will be GW plastics. Sorry, I thought... Legion-specific stuff will be Forge World. Yeah, I apologise. I thought it was something that sort of was like, um, just sort of like... Myth. You know, the usual leaking, because, you know, GW are terrible at it. They don't actually tell us something. They're just... Agitated. They just... They just tell people that, oh, yeah, this is what happening. And then it sort of like gets into the community that way. But no, no, I'm looking forward to the preview. Um, hopefully we'll get something cool. Uh, although, you know, I hope it's not just Empress Children. So I'm hoping yeah. for Summit. I'm hoping for Summit for, you know, yeah. lots of legions, generic stuff. Because uh, Empress Children well, at the LVO, what did you get from the announcement? Crabs. <laughs> I'm laughing at that more than I should. Uh, okay, right. Okay, over to Rob. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, 13th of February is Black Library Day, and that is the release date for The End and the Death, Volume 1. The penultimate book in the entire saga, until they move on to the scouring. Um, but, yeah, End and the Death, which I think will... I'm going to put a prediction out now that the last page of that will be teleporting onto the vengeful spirit. Yeah, but if they've got a second volume and that volume then that, and that whole big. that whole volume will be what's going on on the vengeful spirit and what's going on on the ground at the time. Because that's oh, I don't know. Is it going? You might be is it, right. Is it going to? Right. Probably not because it's a book. No, no. You you so, might be. You might be right. It's just there's a part of me that's like, I don't know. Spoiler alert. If you're hoping Sanguinius lives, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. He gets. What? Hang on. Hang on. What? <laughs> yes. oh. Sanguinius gets sacrificed to the gods of pillows and uh, I, I, get his feathers get used to. It's like being an Iron Hands player and just suddenly realizing in your prime marks already did. <laughs> I do hope that I do hope they won't be the end of the heresy as a setting. I, I hope that we get the odd filler book, the odd, um, you know, short story. I, hope I think, they've, I think they've, they've made enough money out of it to realise that, that heresy people will pretty much buy anything. I don't know. I think once they've told the main story, no, I genuinely think there are possibly parts that they could go back to and sort of talk about. Uh, expand into bigger stories, you know. I'm sure that there are lots of story ideas that got left on the cutting room floor. What were you about to say, Chris? Uh, every time there's a new edition, they'll bring out a book to go with it. So ah, true enough. Yeah. The I mean, I Plus, suppose it depends on little stories they want to release, like Rob said. That... There'll be there'll be a short story of some marine getting out the shower and realise that Battle for the Abysmal was all just a dream. Okay. Didn't um, actually happen. Okay, I'm, I'm I don't know. I suppose maybe. After all this time, maybe they want to move on, or but then that wouldn't make any sense if they got the actual heresy game. So I'm 50-50 on that one. I was initially I was like, yeah, they're never going to do any more heresy books after this because the main story's been told. But you might be right, folks. I think they'll do some scouring stuff because obviously we've Vulcan's got to disappear yet because we all know where he is. Um, I guess that's pri- probably a little bit more. The primarchs untold. have got to disappear. That's a more untold part of the story, isn't it? You don't know. have to say where they've gone, but you've got you've got to have the leaving bit because you'd be like, well, hang on, we know where they all are at the moment. Gulliman's not been stabbed. The lion's still kicking about. Vulcan's still kicking about. We all know where the Khan, where what's left of the Khan is. Sorry, spoiler I'm alert. Pretty sure they've already done um done Gulliman getting stabbed. Is that uh, what? Yeah. 
Have they? Yeah, yeah, first Dawn of Fire book, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I thought he, doesn't he get? Oh, he gets smacked about by Zardu Laggett, doesn't he? In um, one of those books. Um, in oh no, no, no fear. Where, yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, ah, oh, old man. Corferon. Yeah, Corferon. No, he gets um, he gets uh, stabbed by Fulgrim with a poison blade oh, in the right, in the place where Corferon cut him. Um, and right. that's in the first Dawn of Fire book. And that basically knocks that knocks him out until 40k when he wakes up and they go, "Don't get mad, but about well, the whole thing about your dad not being a god, which mm. totally is now." Yeah, it's, you... it's actually the the Dawn of Fire books are actually quite interesting. But okay, cool, very good. It's all right. We've got. Um, I'm hoping for the new. Um, once Dan Abnett's finished with the end and the death, that means we might get the next Beckin book, which means we might get Chris's reaction to the end of um, not Pariah. What was the second one? Penitent. My reactions out there. Your reaction is still echoing around the Andes, uh, but it's. What you know? Well, with I, what I, I, would, I do, I, I do want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. That does occasionally play with me when I sort of like wake up at three o'clock in the morning, going, like, "Get the king in yellow." Yeah. Okay. Shall we uh, move on oh, to yeah. what we actually want to happen this year, though? I'm not going to read mine out. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, please don't. Okay. Right. I'll just uh, end this recording. <laughs> Okay, so did you want to me to run through the events or do it separately or just go into the close? Let's just go into the close because it's getting on. We can get this thing done today. Yeah, I can, I can do the events separately. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they'll get angry about me calling <laughs> um, whatever it is, no retreat, the Davos of heresy? Nah. I didn't, get, I didn't get that. The Davos was in the bad Davos guy from the Daleks. The, the World Economic uh, Forum. It's like uh, all the rich and powerful go... And it's like yeah, an event you. only event that's um, invite only. So and people like, are all like, they're going to make us eat bugs and drive um, drive hydrogen cars or whatever. And it's like, I just yeah. thought it's a good parallel because I hate the idea of events being invite only. They just feel so pretentious. Uh, if I ran an event, it would be invite only, so they didn't have to invite. So that it was, I could guarantee that no one would turn up. It'd be an absolute twunt. I uh, agree with that. I'd love to run an invite-only event and just have nice people come. But no, uh, yeah, no, Davis isn't like that bad. It's it's all very public, so it's hardly like they can discuss conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> it's just people love to say, ooh, it's all a big... Anyway, okay, never mind. Oh, George Soros, and it's the Great Replacement, and oh, God. Yeah, that kind of shit. And it's like, no, it's not. It's literally a bunch of people talking about what their businesses what what which direction they think businesses could go in yeah whatever anyway it's yeah, invite only anyway. nobody invites me to davos nobody invites me to no retreat i have been to davos but not for the obviously the world economic forum just the ski nice good for you That's no it's not I terrible understand. i hurt myself badly uh, okay 
At risk of you doing it again, I still want to see you on skis because I reckon that'd be chuffing hilarious. It is hilarious, actually, to be fair. Okay. All right. Time for the close. Okay. Me. Okay, guys, it's time for the close. Now, as we said, we haven't done the Dark Angels as we were going to do. We're going to put them in a separate sort of just Dark Angels episode because literally there is absolutely so many rules. It's It's going to take a bloody week to get through them. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, oh. They certainly have got all bases covered. They do, they do. Okay. Do we need Um, to do them all in a French accent as well? Quite possibly. Quite, yes, no, yes, yes. In fact, we should do the whole episode in French. How do you learn French again? Right, okay. Uh, if you have been, if you've loved the show, please leave us some reviews on iTunes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I think I set up a Mastodon account, but I, I, I can't remember. I'll have to check. <laughs> uh, links are in the show notes. Give the page a like to no other reason than just to... I mean, we're presuming Twitter will still be a thing when this goes out. Maybe. I don't know. It keeps breaking. Um, but yeah, no, Graham, Graham's pacemaker needs, um, need, it lives on likes. So yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I did say, I did, I put a post on the page, like on Saturday when the Astra Militarum went up on sale, the Imperial Guard. Sorry. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I was like, Graham needs a uh, go through our link because Graham needs electricity for his pacemaker to work. Yeah. I noticed that Mr. B. I did see that. <laughs> Sorry, I should have. I shouldn't have done that. Sorry. That's right. You know, <laughs> I don't even have a pacemaker, but that's fine. Don't you? I thought you had a pacemaker. I thought no, you had I one as a, well. I have a inter inter. Oh, like for, implanted like, um, cardio device. Which what's is, his name? Um, Christian Eriksson. Possibly yes. It's Doesn't not he make a phones. It's just that if no, no, he's a footballer who collapsed at the um, yes. European Championship. Unlike the, the one, the guy who couldn't go back to play football after he had a heart attack. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it, it does a. It sort of shocks your heart if it stops or something, isn't it? If it goes into a peculiar rhythm. Yes. Okay. There we go. But hey, I'm just going to share that with the whole world. That's fine. Sorry. That's oh no, I let it out. I'm sorry. Don't. Don't. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, at his age, his medical conditions could be a lot more embarrassing. Exactly. So yeah, well, at least you, at least you've not gone into uh, selling, uh, um, uh, you know, Viagra. No. Speaking of which, we we did lose the world's uh, most famous Viagra salesman. I think he also played football at some point as well. But he did indeed, and he was in escape people, to victory. That's not what people remember him for. It's no. mostly the Viagra sell selling. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, post to Facebook, send a message to that account, or email info at edgeofempire.co.uk. Smoke uh, signals, post. Yeah, but do in, info at edgeofempire.co.uk. People keep doing to the rush, and it's like, okay. Um, I'm going to have to start forwarding. Yeah, the I'm rush for- on this show, because everything's all about the high speed content isn't it, it is. no nice. as in the, no it was like as in the rush as in the bands well we get overtaken by continental drift on most days yeah, yeah. Well, we are a bit like rush insofar as you know we are a bit prog and we do like to noodle and we have drum solos that last about 45 years i was gonna say i, I, I draw the line at a drum solo <laughs> I, I did i did go to a santana concert once and his wife his current wife is his band's drummer and she just and she did the longest drum solo i have ever been there for it was it ridiculous. probably wasn't that long it's just drum solos feel long Mm. I don't mind a good drum solo sometimes, but this was ridiculous. To be fair, Neil Pert, the Rush drummer, was the drummer's drummer and did pretty good. 
drum sure. solos, but some of them are just like there's only so many things you can do with a with a bongo. Yeah. Okay. It's like if, if, yeah. If you want to help out the show, we've got affiliate links with Audible, so you can sign up to that. Get your Horus Heresy audiobooks through them with a month's free trial. After that, it's seven ninety nine a month for an audiobook, and all the black libraries are on there. Books are on there, so you know. Just saying, the end and the death is coming. You might want to listen to it. Um, you could also become a patron of the show. Um, pop a couple of dollars in our tip jar. And hear us swear for five minutes. Yes, yeah, you're going to get yeah, a it's actually ten, I think it's ten minutes. But Exclusive yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, we are well, decide, we're at the beginning of every, 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 every time we record, we are going to have an uncensored period. A pre-show. Which will, be, which will be chopped off and stuck on Patreon. So if you want to hear us sound like we actually do sound if he met us then um yeah jump over on patreon and pay for the privilege of, pay for the privilege um, of listening to us go. i did get i did take out that other bit because it was a bit pervy you know the, the kelly brook bit all oh, right yeah well you know yeah no. do you remember her first job on telly was on a sure advert doing deodorant and it had jonathan ross on it it was in the 90s and the end shot was basically just looking up from the floor between this massive this like set of legs that just went on forever to see jonathan ross stood there with a can of, of um of sure and like after this race kind of thing you could only see up to her knees but it like literally like a calves were like a mile long each and that was a 17 year old kelly brook and that's why the shot was done because she was so young they couldn't have, they weren't allowed to show any more of her. Here you go. Every day's a school day. People she, took she, a lot she, of drugs in the in the nineties. You think the seventies was bad? The nineties. She she, cool. she she told that story on um, Celebrity Juice, and um, Keith Lemon's response to it was definitely probably not one even for the Patreon. To be fair. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Um, we also have an Element Game uh, affiliate account. You can get your toys through there. They do a nice uh, 15% discount uh, and they've got really good service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got crystal codes, which you get double crystals. We get normal. We, we get your crystals and you get double crystals instead. It's actually quite handy. Pays for my postage a lot sometimes. Um, but uh, Chris's is CHR211. Graham's is GRA2794. Mine is MIC440 and Rob's is ROB676. Uh, and there's an affiliate link with the Outpost as well, who are a great little FLGS in Sheffield. Uh, we, we quite like them. Quite yeah. like all of our people we work with, actually. So. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're going to be setting up a GoFundMe as well, because we've had four computers on for four hours, which means uh, collectively here at UK Energy Prices, it's cost um, pretty much the GDP of a medium-sized country to record this evening's I'm, show. I'm running two screens as well. Oh, good God. So am I. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So next episode, we'll be back, hopefully a couple of weeks, and we'll sort out uh, talking about the Dark Angels um, and going through every... Oh, my God. They have rules that probably equal about four or oh, five... Nine million that... rats of war, you stupid <laughs> English kinigits. Mm. It's like, Jesus Christ, who... Can, who... Oh, honestly. This took an absolute age to write. Anyway, never mind. So that's it. Good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Thank you, everybody. Okay, that's a wrap. Good episode.
Okay, guys, it's time for the close. Now, as we said, we haven't done the Dark Angels as we were going to do. We're going to put them in a separate sort of just Dark Angels episode because literally there is absolutely so many rules. It's, it's going to take a bloody week to get through them. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, oh. They certainly have got all bases covered. They do, yeah. they do. Okay. Do we um, need to do them all in a French accent as well? Quite possibly. Quite, yes, no, yes, yes. In fact, we should do the whole episode in French. How do you learn French again? Right, okay. Uh, if you have been, if you've loved the show, please leave us some reviews on iTunes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I think I set up a Mastodon account, but I, I can't remember. I'll have to check. <laughs> uh, links are in the show notes. Give the page a like to no other reason than just to... I mean, we're presuming Twitter will still be a thing when this goes out. Maybe. I don't know. It keeps breaking. Um, but yeah, no, Graham, Graham's pacemaker needs, um, need, it lives on likes. So yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I did say, I did, I put a post on the page, like on Saturday when the Astra Militarum went up on sale, the Imperial Guards. Sorry. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I was like, Graham needs a uh, go through our link because Graham needs electricity for his pacemaker to work. Yeah. I noticed that Mr. B. I did see that. <laughs> Sorry, I should have. I shouldn't have done that. Sorry. That's right. You know, <laughs> I don't even have a pacemaker, but that's fine. Don't you, I thought you had a pacemaker. I thought no, you had I one. Have a, I have a inter inter. Uh, oh, like for, implanted like, um, cardio device. Which what's is, his name? Um, Christian Eriksson. Possibly yes. It's Doesn't not he a pacemaker. Phones? It's just that if no, no, he's a footballer who collapsed at the um, yes. European Championship. Unlike so, the, the one, the guy who couldn't go back to play football after he had a heart attack. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it, it does a. It sort of shocks your heart if it stops or something, isn't it? If it goes into a peculiar rhythm. Yes. Okay. There we go. But hey, oh, I'm just going to share that with the whole world. That's fine. Sorry. Oh no, I let it out. I'm sorry. Don't. Don't. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> So okay. at his age, his medical conditions could be a lot more embarrassing. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, at, least you, at least you've not gone into uh, selling, uh, um, uh, you know, Viagra. No. Speaking of which, we, we did lose the world's uh, most famous Viagra salesman. I think he also played football at some point as well. But he did indeed. And he was in Escape people, to Victory. That's not what people remember him for. It's mostly no. the Viagra sell, selling. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, post to Facebook, send a message to that account, or email info at edgeofempire.co.uk. Smoke uh, signals, post. Yeah, but do in, info at edgeofempire.co.uk. People keep doing to the rush, and it's like, okay. Um, I'm going to have to start forwarding. Yeah, the I'm rush forward. on this show, because everything's all about the high speed content isn't it, it is. no it's, as in the, no it was like as in the rush as in the band well we get overtaken by continental drift on most days yeah, yeah. Well, we are a bit like rush insofar as you know we are a bit prog and we do like to noodle and we have drum solos that last about 45 years i was gonna say i, 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 I draw the line at a drum solo <laughs> I, I did i did go to a santana concert once and his wife his current wife is his band's drummer and she just and she did the longest drum solo i have ever been there for it was it ridiculous. probably wasn't that long it's just drum solos feel long mm. i don't mind a good drum solo sometimes but this was ridiculous to be fair neil perfectly rush drummer was the drummer's drummer and did pretty good drum True. solos but some of them are just like there's only so many things you can do with a with a bongo yeah, yeah okay 
like if, somebody, if, you know. yeah if you want to help out the show we've got affiliate links of audible so you can sign up to that get your horus heresy audiobooks through them with a month's free trial after that it's 7.99 a month for an audiobook and all the black libraries are on there books are on there so you know just saying the end and the death is coming you might want to listen to it um you could also become a patron of the show um pop a couple of dollars in our tip jar and hear us swear for five minutes yes yeah, you're gonna get appreciate it's actually ten, i think it's 10 minutes but exclusive yeah, content yeah, yeah we are well, decided we're beginning of every 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 time we record we are going to have an uncensored period a pre-show which will, which, will be, which will be chopped off and stuck on patreon so if you want to hear us sound like we actually do sound if you met us then um yeah jump over on patreon and pay for the privilege of, pay for the privilege um, of listening to us going. i did get i did take out that other bit because it was a bit pervy you know the, the kelly brook bit all right yeah well you know yeah do you remember her first job on telly was on a sure advert doing deodorant and it had jonathan ross on it it was in the 90s and the end shot was basically just looking up from the floor between this massive this like set of legs that just went on forever to see jonathan ross stood there with a can of, of um of sure and like after this race kind of thing you could only see up to her knees but it like literally like a calves were like a mile long each and that was a 17 year old kelly brook and that's why the shot was done because she was so young they couldn't they weren't allowed to show any more of her there you go there you go people took a lot of drugs in the in the 90s you think the 70s was bad the 90s she 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 told that story on um celebrity juice and um keith lemon's response to it was definitely probably not one even for the patreon to be fair Mm, fair enough Okay. okay Right. Um, we also have an Element Game uh, affiliate account. You can get your toys through there. They do a nice uh, 15% discount, uh, and they've got really good service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got crystal codes, which you get double crystals. We get normal. We, we get your crystals, and you get double crystals instead. It's actually quite handy. Pays for my postage a lot sometimes. Um, but uh, Chris's is CHR211. Graham's is GRA2794. Mine is MIC440 and Rob's is ROB676. Uh, and there's an affiliate link with the Outpost as well, who are a great little FLGS in Sheffield. Uh, we, we quite like them. Quite like all of our people we work with, actually. So. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're going to be setting up a GoFundMe as well, because we've had four computers on for four hours, which means uh, collectively here at UK Energy Prices, it's cost uh, pretty much the GDP of a medium-sized country to record this evening's I'm, show. I'm running two screens as well. Oh, good God. So am I. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So next episode, we'll be back, hopefully a couple of weeks, and we'll sort out uh, talking about the Dark Angels um, and going through every... Oh, my God. They have rules that probably equal about four oh, or five... Nine million that... rats of war, you stupid <laughs> English kinigit. Mm. It's like, Jesus Christ, who... Can, who... Oh, honestly. This took an absolute age to write. Anyway, never mind. So that's it. Good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Thank you, everybody.